everybody, and welcome back to Feathers and Friends, where this is episode 112. I'm not going to check to make sure, but we'll figure it out. I'll edit it later. Uh, as always, I kind of want to go ahead and thank my sponsor, Susius, or my favorite. For those of you who are watching on the YouTube, you probably noticed something's a little bit different right now. And yes, uh, that is that is why he is our sponsor. Uh, Gaio, uh, he does uh, sex advice and a lot of other fun stuff. He just recently decided that he's going to go to two episodes a week, I think is what he said, where he's going to try to lower it down. I've been chit-chatting with him, so you're going to get more of his beautiful face out there. And, and remember, you can always call in and text to him because he actually has his information. So, Susius are my favorite. Thank you, sir, for sponsoring this. That episode. was a fun show. So I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to ask, how did that go? Really well. Yeah, really super well. Uh, but so the, like the same, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to the latest Evil Mark show. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, like I, I was, uh, the behind the bastards did a four part series on, uh, Alexander the <laughs> second or whatever. And okay. I like, just finished that up on my drive. Gotcha. Home, but you guys are all next. You guys are next. All right. Well, I won't spoil it, but like, okay. cause this, the evil Mark one obviously comes out before Gaios okay. post, because I think he said it was going to be like three weeks or something. Ooh. So I think there's still a week or two weeks. I don't know. Time is just so like, yeah, I was saying, like, <laughs> because I've been so busy with shit at work. It's just been like, time is like, oh, <laughs> it's there. It is, it is yeah. kind of sort of there. Yeah. No, I got you. So that one of the, the stories that I told on Susius are my favorite, I just told on Evil Mark show. So it's kind of out there in both places. So, cause I was kind of wondering about like how I, I didn't know what, Gaio was going to want to talk to me about like he had made mention about like being <laughs> being like a millennial or, or like being from our you know, generation and being married for a long time which I have mm-hmm. been and so like I, I didn't know how personal it was going to get so oh, okay. Yeah. oh okay yeah no it's it's good <laughs> but like it, it also kind of loses a little bit of its luster because that same like a main story that I told there I then just told like in a brief snippet kind of thing like obviously the one with Gaio goes into more detail so because it's a little bit more of a long form thing than just uh, like an off the cuff kind of question that I got from Mark. So. Oh, okay. So is is the long form better than the TLDR? I think so. Yeah, there's just more like discussion. Like the entire episode is pretty much talk about our relationship, which is you know great. Well, great now, but I mean, I, again, I don't want to get, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. So anyone that's interested in this, go back and listen to Evil Mark Show number twenty three. Yep. Yeah, number twenty three. And, and then, then uh, Gaio when he decides to release that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, did w- I did want to give another shout out here. I know you haven't been watching or much on Reddit, but dude, like I was saying before, Reddit is plastered with the Ukraine thing. Like the Taliban is calling out the Russians. Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, Anonymous is like, hey, you forced our hand. We were going to do this a little bit later, but now consider it all out warfare. And like they've already hacked devices and they're losing crazy. The- like everybody that can is going up against the Russians. And I, I came across this post where it says another Ukrainian Giga Chad. And for those of you, do you know what a Giga Chad is, Eric? No, I know what a Chad is. So I'm assuming like a Giga Chad is just like the ultimate, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z version of a Chad. Okay. Yeah, just ultimate, ultimate alpha male move. Uh, so to stop and to stop the advance of the tank column, the decision was to blow up the. I'm probably going to slaughter it here. The Heinchesk Bridge, the engineer uh, Sakan Vitali, very Russian name there, volunteered to perform this task. He mined the bridge but couldn't leave and blow it up uh, and blew it up together with himself. And the unit actually successfully redeployed uh, per the land forces. So, like, this dude literally 
made like the ultimate saving private Ryan kind of sacrifice. Yeah. Um, so my hat is off to you, sir, as a, as a veteran. And I just want to say, well done. I hope it's just not in vain. So, yeah, that's, it's always admirable when you hear those kind of the stories and just like the stuff from like Audie Murphy and whatever. And like I, yeah. how he survived all that, like shit is just astronomical, but it's like, I'd like to be, to think that I would have that kind of like bravery in the moment, or especially like if it was like the ultimate sacrifice to save your friends or your, your comrades or brothers in arms or whatever. But like, I don't know, like you never know like that fight or flight when it actually hits, right? Like if you're going to just like cower in the corner or if you are going to step up to the plate. So yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it's just one of those things. And so my hat is off to you, uh, Sakan, or I'm I'm butchering Mr. Vitali of the Ukrainian, and I'm hoping he's an engineer or something like that. So I wanted to get your opinion on this because Rev kind of touched on it, but I, I want to hear from from somebody who I think might have a a different line of thinking on this. So the International Space Station's U.S. and Russian astronauts will continue as normal despite the outbreak of war. NASA says. This is an article coming to us via the independent.co.uk. Um, what are your thoughts on this article? <laughs> well, I, I mean, like if you're on the International Space Station, like where else can you go? It's not like you can just call a cab and be like, all right, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. You know, I just like jet back to Earth. I mean, it's not that simple. Like arrangements have to be made, obviously, to get out of here. So, I mean, I think in the short term, like they have to just kind of continue to be diplomatic and be like, maybe they have that kind of like rapport together mm-hmm. after being like in a confined space for so long that they can be like, Hey, I like you guys, but you know what your, your leaders doing is kind of fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, so maybe let's just try to keep it professional and not be like a nationalistic kind of thing. But I mean, how how can you avoid anything like that? Uh, I just, it's rough. It's a, <laughs> a terrible situation to be in for sure. I, I think it's a horrible article for, for one reason and one reason only. Scientists don't give a flying fuck. You know, scientists don't care. They're like, we're up here advancing society. We're up here advancing mankind. I don't care about what you dumb peons are doing. I am here. To, <laughs> like, it was kind of funny because Rev is like, we're advancing human civilization 30 years in the future. You guys are shooting at each other. We don't care. You know, so that's that was kind of how I felt about it, too. Was it's like they yeah. don't they shouldn't care. I. I mean, obviously, everyone's personality is different, and you can, we can't speak for everything. Like, we don't know their personalities. I mean, I'd like to think, but also, again, it's just our biases because we are Americans. I'd like to think that the mm-hmm. Americans would ha- kind of have that that noble kind of approach. Like, we're doing this for the good of all mankind. It doesn't matter, like, nationalism aside. And you'd l- probably think that just because, uh, again, I don't know how much of it's, like, Cold War influence we kind of probably tend to think that it's like the Russians would think like, Oh, everything for, for mother Russia. Yeah. And then like they throw science out the window and everything is just like, okay, now you're our enemies and we can't converse with you. But are they that way? We, like, we don't know. Like, no, who knows? <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel like if you're a sign, if you're going to become an, an astronaut, go into space, work in a big multinational agency, I don't think you care too much about who your fatherland or homeland or motherland is. You're just like, I'm in space, bitches. What? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
the universe is my realm. That's who I call, yes. you know, that's where I call home. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. And it's just, I don't know when this is going to come out, like how much more things are going to escalate. Like we could very realistically, you could post this in two, three weeks yeah. and we could be in like in full scale war. And then with like whoever's listening to this, you know, maybe from our charred <laughs> remains, uh, this your podcast is like the lone survivor. Uh, and they're just like, oh, those guys are just speaking so like flippantly about it. It's just like it, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you like to think that cooler heads are going to prevail. Like I, I just don't get like the the territorial aspect of it, and especially like to be bombing shit. Like even going back to like you know World War One and World War Two. Like we yeah. want this new territory, so I'm going to invade it and bomb the shit out of it. So level it so that this new rubble can be part of our territory. Like what the fuck is the point of that? Yeah, you know, we own would, cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would think that they would be like the Putin would be like, "Hey, we could support you, you know, financially and get you guys into, you know, like no longer being on the fringe of being like a third world country. We're going to like propel you into like a first nation kind of basis, but you have to be, you know, part of Russia proper." Mm-hmm. You know, and and you'd kind of think that's the the whole adage about you catch more flies with honey or whatever, right? Like you yeah. think that that would like sweeten the pot more than like I'm going to send troops in there and tanks and bombs and shit, and you're going to give it up or we're going to fucking wipe you out. Like, yeah. I'd, okay. And then you're going to have a bunch of rubble and nothingness. Yeah. It's I, stupid. I mean, Ukraine's not like a third world country. They they most definitely aren't. I think they're like a second or what we might consider like a first because they're kind of like on that verge. So I've yeah. seen I've seen the insides of some of those videos where like outside you're like, well, that's, oh, that's like 1940s Russia inside. Okay. I got gotcha. you. But yeah, like that's so dumb. Like why the fuck would they even do that? Like that's that's the dumbest idea. Like if I was trying to like take over a place, it'd be like, hey, we're invading. We don't want to do anything because we like everything you have and we want to keep you, you know, keep you happy at us. But hey, yeah. I'm I'm your new daddy. So <laughs> exactly. And then if you are nice and like uh, go with the humanitarian approach, then they're more likely to follow you instead of like rise up in some kind of like rebellion. Like if you just go in there like with a hostile kind of takeover do you not think that there's always going to be some faction that's going to be pissy about it and want to try to rise up like i guess russia's is like okay if we just bomb the shit out of you and defeat your army then you don't have the means or the ability to do that but and then so you're just going to like roll over but i don't know man like i, I just i don't understand i i just don't understand having that ego like it, it's it's mind-boggling isn't it it's mind-boggling how it, it just uh, fuck, i don't know oh and by the way this is um everyone can see up my calendar now uh this is actually gonna see i thought this might come out on the 26th because i might bump one around and put you ahead uh because i didn't know how much we wanted to like really get into the whole uh ukrainian thing because like i talk about a bunch of video games in marvel with alex and <laughs> i've got that all set to go where like i just lose my mind about some dumb video game shit but i was like <laughs> that's yeah. awesome Ah, this will come out on the 12th. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, so I do kind of want to shift gears here because I did have some things I wanted to actually talk to you about. Yeah. Not the Marvel stuff yet. Not the Marvel okay. stuff. But so CD Projekt Red donated 1 million PLN in, in, solidarity, in, in solidarity of Ukraine. Guess how much that is in the USD. So they, they donated one, 1 million. 1 million Polish uh, Zloty, I think is how you pronounce it. One million Polish zloty is what they donated because okay. uh, I guess that's where CD Projekt Red is from. But just guess how much USD that is. <laughs> okay, I I don't want to like. 
Oh, I, I don't know if I've talked on here before about like, about uh, Polish people. I work with uh, a lot of Polish people Oh, okay. and they, and, and they're, they're incredibly nice. Don't get me wrong, but like every single one of them is just dumb as fuck. Like, I, I mean, I'd always heard growing up like the, uh, like the jokes about like Polish people being stupid. I'm like, no, that can't be true. I mean, Yeah, the there's dumb Polak. like, There's a lot of like, you know, scientists and whatever that have been Polish that have been made like groundbreaking kind of stuff for humanity. So they can't be stupid. Like the, every single one of them, again, super nice, dumb as shit, dumb as shit. And they all speak to, so <laughs> great example of this is this guy who's, who's formerly, who's no longer with us actually like, like not alive, which is a shame because he was, he was a super nice guy. Um, he had a lot of medical issues, but I mean, Okay. hell of a nice guy, but he had been, he, he was born and raised in Poland, but then came over here at 17 years old. So this guy was working for us and he was like in his sixties before he then finally retired and then passed away just recently, unfortunately. Um, but lived here for what, 50 years Yeah. and still spoke like the most broken fucking English, like, cause he just, His wife was Polish. He, like he had kids here that they just spoke in Polish and all the time. Like he never bothered to just try to completely assimilate. Just, everything was in Polish, and so it was like fifty years later he was still speaking broken English. And so he was a, a field ser service technician that reported to me, and he would go out on these jobs, and he would come back and he'd be like, "You know, you make for a report for me. You know, I I know don't know don't know this word. You know, you maybe make for I write down." And he hand me like this napkin with this chicken scratch on. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck this says. Like, you you know, it, you maybe just a little bit. You know, I I make for fixing. You know, all good. Like, dude, you have been here fifty fucking years. I am assuming if I had to live in Poland for fifty years, I could probably speak uh, speak fluent Polish, you know, or at least conversational. How you cannot have a conversation in English is beyond me. But there was this one report that he had written, and it was the same. I wish I had it. I, um, he had written the same word, and I don't remember what the word is, but he wrote it three times over the course of the report, and each time he spelled it differently. Nice. <laughs> like, he tried to write it, I guess, phonetically and just couldn't do Nice. it. And so, like, every time it was different, it was like, you know, I... <laughs> so sorry, my long-winded <laughs> no, rant, you're but fine, that's... dude. It's uh like yeah, like like that was that was so weird because I'm like my brother Yosh went to Span he went to Spanish. He went to Spain where he actually did like like that was year five of Spanish, right? For his business thing. And like he met a dude at a bar. And, like, that was his buddy. So he'd go out to the bar and, like, he would practice conversing in Spanish with a Spaniard of all fucking people. And, like, by the end of it, like, he could have, like, full in-depth, full-fledged conversations. And he was there for six, eight months. Like, how were you here for more than five years and not be Exactly. able to at least, okay, maybe Exactly. you don't lose the accent, but, you know, you could speak little bits, you know, like... But, but it was literally, it's every single guy, like, I mean, because it's a manufacturing building. So these guys are, again, incredibly nice people, great mechanics, just like bar none mechanics, like anything that you want made, you, you know that you can give to them and they'll do it the right way. But 
that's the thing. Like all day long, they would just speak to each other in Spanish, go home and speak to their families in, or I'm sorry, not Polish. In Spanish, in, Pol in Polish, <laughs> and then just never fucking bother to learn English. And it's like, obviously you guys have to go, like go to the DMV. Like you have to get, you have to interact. You've lived here for five fucking decades. How do you not speak the language? It's just, it boggles the mind. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so now I said I started all that to try to say I don't want to be offensive to Polish people, <laughs> and I've just been lambasting on them for the past like five ten minutes or whatever. But so yeah. I think that cat's out of the bag. So well, I mean, I am twenty five percent Polish, so I'm now a little offended. You know, twenty five percent offended. So so my my stepmom is part Polish, okay. and so that means that my half-brother, Dylan, that I do the podcast with is Polish, and so, like, every, like he'll say himself, and he's got a good sense of humor about it, because, like, if he'll do something dumb and he's like, oh, that's the Polish, you know, it's, uh... mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. So, back to the original question. Okay, CD sorry. Project Red donated a million yeah. Poland Zloty, Z-L-O-T-Y. Yeah, that's What is that at. in USD? A million, I'm gonna say that's, like, 20 grand us wow you are not giving them any credit whatsoever yeah you are you are that is that's very no uh, known monster yeah known monster <laughs> for those of you who are listening he's got a, a shirt that actually says known monster on uh wow that got super meta and that killed the joke good job jared way to go it's actually two hundred forty-three thousand eighty-one dollars and fifty-three cents. Okay. So, at very, I mean, that's not bad. But you yeah. hear that million-dollar amount, and they're like, "Wow, they're really stepping up." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, that's almost a quarter of a million. It's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but well, I it's mean, not nearly the impact of a million. So, yeah, it might have been. It might have been like two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, a few days ago, because like on Saturday, February fifth, it was like twenty, because it's like twenty, because now it's twenty four cents to their dollar, um, and a few days ago it's been twenty five, and then I think because of the whole war thing, it, it came out. But I mean, still, like a million in your currency that you live off of on a daily basis, even though it's like a quarter of what the U.S. is, that's really fucking impressive to be like, yeah, here's just a million of the currency that we live off of. That's that's awesome. So yeah throw that out there uh, so aren't they what you yeah. said cd project CD Red, aren't project they the, they're the developers of uh, metro aren't they which doesn't it take place in russia i think they're metro metro uh witcher 3 cyberpunk yeah all those okay. guys out there yeah so so speaking hmm. of video games um so nintendo apparently dropped like a copyright claim on a dildo that is for Bowser. What? I fucking kid you not. I... Oh my god. Okay. Um, you... Well, no, I was gonna. I was gonna say something, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get no. canceled. For that. No, say it. Say it. <laughs> it's purely a joke. This is not something that I want. But I like as I have a tendency to uh, like will things into existence on the other show. Yeah. I was gonna say. Like what's next, the Princess Peach pocket pussy or what? Like <laughs> fucking go figure. I mean, and here it is in all of its glory. I don't know if you can see it. Um, I but yeah. I don't know that I want to see it. But... Oh, well, I'm sharing my screen, <laughs> homie. I I know, but it's like it's. Oh, it's is it? Small. Oh, it's super tiny. Oh, go figure. I suck. Oh my god, is it the wrong screen? I probably shared the wrong screen. Good job, Jared. Ah, uh, 
There we go. Now I'm sharing. Is that the better screen? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. The PP what got the claimed fuck? by Nintendo. Uh, so it says, like, hello, it's Ray from Patreon or whatever. But, like, Ugh. somebody made a dildo of, like, who in Nintendo was like, we gotta, we gotta shut that shit down. Because now everybody thinks that is a Canon Bowser cock. Well, so there was that there was that parody, uh, like when the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie came out with John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins. Yeah, there was naturally a parody like porn, I think with Ron Jeremy, because like, of course, go figure like he's the guy that looks closest to like Bob Hoskins or or, Mario. So I think it was Ron Jeremy and like, God knows who else. Uh, And Nintendo like actually bought it just so that they could bury it. So they actually like Nintendo owns a porn oh my god that's so hilarious. i mean this kind of tracks like next thing you'll know they'll be releasing that and they'll be like this is the perfect companion piece to the super mario <laughs> bone world or whatever <laughs> it's bowser's cock i mean it's just so glorious like it's spiked it's got like ribs and it's even got a little gothic bracelet around the base like it's a fun <laughs> like it's so cool like it, it's like, dude, the Nintendo. Bowser Cockering. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a Bowser Cockering and a Bowser fucking dip. Like, Nintendo, how do you know that this isn't just going to completely backfire on you? Because I'm sure they know that, like, e girls are going to, like, probably go gangbusters over that. They're probably thinking, like, hey, this is going to track really well for, like, an OnlyFans kind of thing from an e girl standpoint that is going to be, like, dressed as Princess Peach fucking yourself with the, the Bowser. But you can't, but Nintendo, like, <laughs> they said, they said, yeah, white clock. Good job. Uh, but like, it, it's just what you got to stop it though. They, the Nintendo was pretty much like, you got to stop it. You know, you, you've got to stop this. And it's just it's <clears throat> insane. I, I mean, like if you, I mean, I guess, I guess it's like collecting a, a dead girl's nudes. It's kind of, you know, like a, a rare Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That that got dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I've been waiting to say it. Like I... <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Fucking someone's going to talk to me. about. I know I'm going to get a text message on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday about that. I I know that. Uh, what is it? The, the 13th, 14th, or 15th, I will have someone texting me. It's like, you need to fucking explain that immediately. Yeah. All right. Let me fire off an angry missive. <laughs> But it's funny because one of the messages it says uh, explain uh, from mm Bacon explains why Princess Peach is always at his castle. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, I was making the joke, but it's already like it's already there. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we're we're three days late, so I mean, I just I'm sorry. Like, it's it's fascinating to me that <laughs> that Nintendo was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna no longer make this something that you can you can sell or use, and it just. <sighs> Nintendo, I love you, but sometimes, who knows? What if Nintendo's got like a shell corporation that like they shuffle it off to the side and they're like, no, 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 you can buy it here. I'm it's telling you, man. Like, you. Uh, along with the uh, along with the porno, they're gonna release that as like a, a tandem set. Like, I, they started out as a trading card company, so you never yeah. know what other kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of shell, yeah, like you said, <laughs> businesses they got going. 
I'm, I'm sorry. I know that got really weird for you. I see that on your face, and I like it's. <laughs> it's just kind of. It just came out of left field. It was just like one that shook me to my core. But like I'm no, I'm rolling with it. I'm kidding. Well, it's it's like it's just it's just Nintendo of all things. Like what? Like I'm sorry. That's like that's why I interview the OnlyFans girls. Like if you don't know me in real life outside of this podcast, you catch little tiny glimpses of how big of a pervert I am. I am. Look, I ordered a mouse pad of like basically hentai because I was like, she's a cute redhead, and I don't want this black one anymore. Like, let me see it. I don't have it. I don't oh. have it. It comes. I'll post it on the Discord on the Evil Mark okay. Show Discord on Monday. It's not like a complete nude, but it's it's very pr- provocative. But like <laughs> one of my playthroughs in Fallout Four, I was like, fuck it, I'm going straight Kawi with this shit, and it made the it was a fun experience. It was fun. And I'm just a big fucking fat pervert, so <laughs> it's so bad. No, I mean I've, I've fully I've said like more than once I think uh, over the course of your show, and I try to like emulate it in everyday life. I I'm a super huge big you know feminist and for women's rights and equality and all that kind of stuff. Given a, an opportunity to play as a female character in a video game, I absolutely would do it. Given opportunity to customize said female character, I absolutely will try to make her as hot and you know as possible. And like, what was it? Um, what the hell game was it? Skyrim. Oh, Saint. No, Saints Row the Third, where you could like customize your yeah. character and like yeah. I, I gave her like the biggest boobs, <laughs> and it's like yeah, I I was like you know anyone like. Uh, Gloria Steinem would have come in and like you call yourself a feminist and like get yeah this is what you're doing and I'm like yeah this this is what I'm doing I'm sorry I'm still a heterosexual male <laughs> so it's like yes I absolutely adore women and you know think that they deserve you know all the uh, the equality in the world but still as a the heterosexual male I'm gonna find you know the woman's I, body appealing what so. was it what was it the so when Massacraft Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition came. I know it's, dude. I haven't been able to talk right at all day, at all, at all today. I was fucking up. Like I was like, I forgot the word for golf course. All right, and I say that like twenty times a day. So fucking yeah, that's where I'm at today. But uh, when Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition came out, like they they collect they they ask you, can we collect data off of you? And I was like, yeah, you're. Bra- I've been playing Mass Effect for a while. I I believe you guys are doing the right thing at Bioware slash EA. And like I think it was a year later that it came out, like for like forty or thirty percent of the people that played through the game that opted in to give their data played as Fem Shep. Mm. And and I'm like, okay, like so thinking about all the cute e girls that are out there playing as that beautiful bastard himself, but like like I don't really like playing as a guy, you know? Like I just I feel like it, playing as a female, putting her as a badass, and I know we've talked about this a billion times, but like you kinda got it. Like you gotta give her, her due, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, for sure. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. I Okay, so I was gonna, I, I was I was gonna I was gonna save I, I wanted to go to this next, but I, I guess we're gonna jump right into it here. I sent you uh, I sent you a photo. Mm-hmm. And in that you photo did. it says that you have to build with fifteen dollars the your your team to go up against Thanos. Mm-hmm. Now it it's got a, all the it's got a bunch of Marvel characters and I've got a I've got a bunch of them actually here myself. Um, now I guess we'll kind of go through it here. For one dollar, you can get Loki, Drax, Viz, Hawkeye, Bucky. For two bucks, 
You can get Star-Lord and a couple others. I'm not going to read it off. That sounds really boring, actually. Just go ahead and Google. You have $15 to draft a team to bet best defeats Thanos. Choose who you want. Now, how did you pick this? Did you pick it full, like, full gauntlet Thanos? Or are we talking just Thanos at the start with just one or two of his uh, shiny diamonds? Didn't matter. I chose two characters, and I think that would be enough to do it. You think two is going to best the mighty Thanos full gauntlet, fully powered? The two that I got, as evidenced in the movies that we saw. Does she have blonde hair and is maybe getting canceled herself off of one movie or two? Getting canceled herself? What are you, you talking about? You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, there's a bunch of backlash. Her movie got pushed. What are you talking about? Carol Captain Marvel 2? Captain Marvel is kind of getting shuffled a little back, or I think, or I think she was supposed to have a cameo, but they're not sure if they're doing anything anymore because of the shit that she's been stirring up. No, you didn't read that, or maybe no. I read something that's completely fabricated and fake news. God, I hope so. Uh, no, I, well, I mean, so if we're getting into it, that's yeah. So Captain Marvel, obviously, for anyone watching the video, like, can tell that I'm a huge, you know, Captain Marvel person. Yeah. Uh, so she was my $5 pick. And also, I just want a sidebar here real quick. Okay. Because okay. I don't know if, if my buddies Jake and David from Let's Play Death Ray and Life is Unfair, I don't know if they're listening to this. But if they are, this is proof positive in this thing that Captain Marvel is a stronger character than Scarlet Witch because they have Captain Marvel as the $5 option. Scarlet Witch, Wanda is the $4 option. But those would be, I would spend $9 total, and then my remaining 6 bucks, you can go out and buy a Whopper, or a couple Whoppers whenever, you know, uh, Burger King is doing, like, the specials. Because I think, you know, both of them went toe-to-toe with Thanos. Carol, even when he had the glove, and she was... Toe-to-toe. She was toe-to-toe. She was toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm. When everybody else, like, you think about how strong Thor is. Thor's a god. Uh, Iron Man... <laughs> And Captain America, and all three of them, like, were getting worked. Even Captain America with Molinor was just like, he, they couldn't stop mm-hmm. Thanos. And Carol comes in there when he's, like, fully gauntleted up, and she's like, no, nah, I got this. And even a younger Thanos, a younger, stronger, more headstrong Thanos than the older, weaker guy, too. So Yeah. So, I mean, because, like, Jake and David's argument is, like, that um, Wanda, Scarlet Witch, is, like, the stronger, or she's the strongest character in the MCU, like, even above, you know, Captain Marvel, because she was able to fabricate the entire town and, and, like, you know, keep everybody kind of under her spell and, like, go Mm -hmm. through all that kind of stuff. And also to, like, do the generation, like, uh, generate, like, the television show that people in the outside world could actually have access to. Plus, they also said, like, oh, she was, like, shredding Thanos and caused him to like call for you know his own people to rain fire and like you know kill his own troops because she was like working him over but yeah that was you know I, I still she's incredibly powerful don't get me wrong that's why i'm teaming her up with captain marvel because then i think it would just be like all right let's go get those whoppers after you know like because th- this is done and dusted that's a very actually solid point and i don't i'm not happy that i came up with i didn't come up with that so <laughs> because i mean you're right Scarlet Witch was taking him on. She had him dead to rights until he rained fire. And I mean, Danvers was going toe to toe. Same thing. She had him on the rope and then he dropped the power stone and had to punch her with the power stone ungloved. So that Mm -hmm. just tells us like how effective both of them were. Um, I actually chose a little bit of a different team. Um, My initial pick was Vision and Hawkeye. 
just because Hawkeye with those distraction arrows, I thought would be a good thing to do. Because, uh, okay. I mean, you, you kind of saw how they were doing that when they were on Titan and fucking with him a little bit with some of the distractions with Spidey. Uh, Wong, because Wong is, I think Wong is underrated. He knows some shit that, you know, Doctor Strange doesn't know. Uh, mm -hmm. Mantis, because she subdued him. She got on top of him, subdued him, was good. Spidey, just because he was part of that little crew. And then Strange. I think okay. I think you put together Strange and Wong, they can come up with something good. Viz is a calculating yeah. great machine. Hawkeye's really good at that. Spidey's good at the the fuck around and find out. I'll I'll be somewhere <laughs> around and you can find out. And then yeah. I was kind of thinking that same thing, right? You know, she subdues him and then Strange and Wong do their magic best and maybe don't fuck up a spell and alter the whole reality of the universe <laughs> into the multiverse. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, I think there could probably be compelling arguments made for just about any combination of, of team. I think, like, the characters mm -hmm. that they have selected, like, I don't see anyone really that, like, I, I don't know, Ant-Man at, at $4 is kind of a stretch to me. Like, I, I don't see that he <laughs> should be that high. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I would probably swap him out with War Machine because War Machine has, you know, he's not Tony, but he's got just as much... Uh, clout with the suit, so yeah. I think I mean, it's just it's it's the the Spidey thing. You just you don't know what Spidey's gonna throw at you, and that's it was like the Russians. The Americans don't even know what they're doing. So how are we supposed to know what they're doing? Or no, is that the Germans <laughs> in World War Two? Yeah, the Germans. The Americans don't know what they're doing, so we can't tell what they're gonna do. And that's why I think they're at four dollars. But I see what you mean with War Machine is because he is actually combat initiated, whereas not so much. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I don't know. I mean, Black Panther, like T'Challa, obviously a really cool character, and I mean, great movie. But him as a four dollar character also seems like kind of, I mean, over Scarlet Witch and Gamora. Like Gamora's like like a number one assassin in the galaxy, or like in the universe, yeah. and she's like second fiddle along with War Machine to. Yeah, switch. switch. <laughs> I could see them taking T'Challa and, and Ant-Man and going down to three for Gamora and War Machine. And yeah. then uh, I would actually I would actually take, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Uh, the blue girl. Nebula? Why? Nebula. Switching Nebula and, and, uh, and, uh, the Bla and Black Widow. Switching okay. them two. Because Nebula... Yeah is technically kind of almost the same assassin, but just not quite. And then yeah. Scarlet, like, no offense to you know, ScarJo, like, but you ain't got no fucking powers, girl. Like, <laughs> you're just really, you're, you're like, you're on the same level as Clint Barton. Like, I mean, maybe even just move Bucky up to three and bring you down to, to one because Ooh, at least he's got, he's got a, a metal arm. In the face. He's got a yeah. vibranium arm and he was brainwashed to be a number one assassin. Like, come on. You know, yeah. like uh, obviously they they had to you know make do with there was only so many selections that they can make. So I mean, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good for the most part. I I dig it, but yeah, that I was mean, fun. Yeah, I I don't know. I I have I have some ideas about uh, about Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. I I just think it's I think it's weird that she's so OP on everything, but yet like she kind of hangs back a little, and it's like you if you can well. If, yeah, they had to do like the deuce ex machina kind of thing. Like that's they they had to have her like fighting on the other side of the galaxy yeah. for like the entirety of Endgame and only coming in at the last second, like after getting like repeatedly you know kind of called because if she had been there from the onset, 
it's pretty much game over. Like, yeah, she is like, yeah, incredibly overpowered. But that's like, that's also the reason I think that she is the most powerful character in the MCU. And it would be like the perfect leader of, you know, the new Avengers now that the Captain America is, you know, retired. Yeah. Living, living his best old man life, you know. With, so with, with Peggy not banging out them kids. I was talking to Alex about that. Like, is it not like so if we go back to the original Avenger, you know, the the first Avenger, Captain America, like mm-hmm. isn't it weird well, I mean, he explained it away that like it was so secretive that there were like no pictures or nothing like that. But how would she in her dementia not be like, Oh, Steve, my love, it's you. You remember that dance we had in 55? And he's like, wait, what? I was in the ice till 68. You don't tell, you know, <laughs> like, come on. Like, they're, I don't, I'm being pickier here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. I mean, picky. there's, yeah, you just kind of have to, I think for the most part, they're pretty good at like doing the interconnective kind of things and limiting like plot holes and uh, like doing a really good job especially like you know modernizing the stuff because some of the stuff you know like the origins from the comics it's like from a completely different era and the way that they've you know been able to modernize them for the mcu is just like kind of really admirable i think but they've done an incredible job and as much as i know we've talked at length about comic Mm -hmm. book stuff before but as like as much as i like a lot of like dc characters and their animated stuff is really good the the movies are just so fucking shit, you know? And it's like, and they're, they're never going to ever, like the, the best DC movie is on par with like the worst Marvel movie, in my opinion. We may no longer be friends anymore. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel you. Like I, I, I like where DC is going with it. They're dark. They're gritty. It's, it's a different world than what Marvel is building. But there is a stark difference between one of the best Marvel movies. Like, the the difference between, like, I put the Zack Snyder cut as, like, the best DC out there because it had a different ending. It made more sense. It, like, it it showed everybody as the Justice League becoming the Justice League. And it was nice. It was a nice thing. And, but, like, that is, like, maybe one of, like, the middle rows with with the Marvel movies because, like... I didn't really cry in Justice League, you know, the Snyder Cut, but in, like, I've had multiple Marvel movies where, like, I am actively crying and trying to, like, not cry to look like a bitch in front of everybody else. You <laughs> oh, know? my God. So, like, my I I wanted to um, yeah. watch No Way Home more than once in the theater, and lamentably, we only got to see it the once in the theater, but, like, I'm sitting there just, like, <laughs> just bawling, yeah. and my wife's like, are you okay? Like... This is, you know, like, to, this is, you know, the beaches or whatever, like, one of your, like, chick flick movies. Like, that is, to me, like, yeah, this it's still, like, Tony newer. This is his love to Sandra. <laughs> He's dying with cancer. <laughs> well, I'm I'm super lucky because she likes all the MCU movies as well. Like, she, she loves comic book movies, and she will actually, like, go out of her way to say, like, Hey, let's like it was actually her idea to like. Hey, we should watch all the Marvel movies again, like in like in the order, like uh, not uh, not not chronological order from when they were released, but like when they were meant to be, like in the timeline. So like talking about like you know Captain America and then Captain Marvel and then like going on from there. So yeah, that was super. It was super cool. And I'm like, Captain, like I'm so lucky, like that you are on board with this. 
I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I'm going to... Uh, can I tell you a story about my GameStop adventure today? Absolutely. Please do. So, I got off the phones at 5.30, and... Um, I am I am literally on the last leg of the Spider-Man DLC. The the like I'm playing through the original Spider-Man and I'm about to dip my toe into Miles Morales. I'm getting more Miles Morales. He's calling mm. Peter Parker. I'm getting revved up to be Miles fucking Morales and to watch the transformation and to see does Peter Parker die and I'm getting all excited and I go in and I call up GameStop. I'm like, "Hey, do you guys have Miles Morales for the PlayStation 4?" And the gal's like, yeah, we do. We got two copies, 30 bucks. I'm like, fucking 10, saving 10 bucks from having to order it or, 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 you know, the 20 bucks online. Great. Go in there. And I'm like, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe nobody's in the shop. And she's there. She is, she's not the, she's not the most gorgeous, but she's like a Wisconsin seven, right? She's, (laughs) she's, 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 she looks good. Like she's that gamer girl. (laughs) What? Fuck you. What is so funny, Eric? What is so fucking funny? A Wisconsin, you just said it so matter-of-factly. She's a Wisconsin 7, which is like a thing, like a scale that everybody is going to know. Like, a Wisconsin 7 is like uh, New York, what, 3? Like, I I don't don't know. What does that mean? How does that equate? So, like, you you know, like, when you meet a person where you're like, if you just wore a push-up bra, or if maybe you wore a bra today, or maybe... Yeah, you, you threw on a little bit of the nude makeup. Like, you would, you'd be coming out and their guys would be fucking, like, coming to your store and be like, I'll buy whatever you're shilling, right? Okay. A shill. There you go. Wow, I, fi- I learned what that word was today. I, I saw you guys use it enough that I was finally like, Google that word. So, <laughs> yeah, so for myself, calling Mark a SEC shill, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I kept reading it. I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to, I'll eventually figure it out. And it took me like two weeks. But, Okay, so I go into GameStop, and she's there. Nobody else is there. She's got short red hair. I'm like, oh, I love red hair, even though it's dyed. Um, and, like, I was like, yeah, maybe wear a push-up bra, but she's got, like, she's very she's very well endowed. I'll just say that. She's very well endowed. Okay. And she's very cute. She put on her mask, and I was like, okay, so she's, she's respectable enough. I was like, that's cool. That's cool. And then, uh, so I'm thinking, I've got, I've got one of those cards, you know, one of those cards. I'm like, hey, you'd be kind of perfect. So I was trying to be a little flirty. And as we're checking out, she's like, oh, I see that you're a GameStop Rewards member. I was like, yeah, because I signed up for, for free. And she starts trying to upsell me. And I'm like, no, honey, this doesn't work. I don't come into GameStop. I'm PC. I was like, look, all I have the PlayStation 4 is, is for Spider-Man, right? And she's like, oh, well, if you play on PC, you can buy it. And I was like, look, I'm not going to fucking drive t- 20 minutes to buy a Steam card to then earn points to come back and buy more Steam cards to get off. I was like, no, I just put my fucking credit card in and wait for the Steam sales when everything is 20, per, 20 to 50% off. <laughs> I was like, you're not cute enough for me to do that. And like, so I denied her like three times on the upsell. And I was like, this is not a good time to hand her my card, is it? And be like, you're kind of cute. I'd like to hang out with you afterwards. After I was like, no, I'm not buying what you're selling. Three times. <laughs> so I was like, all right, no, that's fair. <laughs> and, and so I, I walked out with Miles Morales, and it's downloading on my on my PS4 right now, and hopefully it'll be done by the time we're done with this conversation. Nice, nice. But I am going back. I don't know what for, but I'm going back. Um, Maybe Diablo 2 Resurrected? Mm, I, don't know. I don't play such twos. No, I have three. You have to get three for your shitty little... Yeah, how fucking dare I say a video game is better? <laughs> If you could see his face, ladies oh. and gentlemen, what, what, what? 
You can't fucking do that and not say shit. Come on. We're I can't. Of... I've already played through three. I played three on PS3 when it was like first released because okay. I was playing with my brother and I platinumed it. Like wow. that. I, that is a lot of dedication because you have to do like yeah. get how what was like fifty million gold or something. It's something like obscene. Like that was by far and away the um, last trophy that I had to earn on that one and. Yeah, it was a long time coming. That was a fun game, but... Uh, where are you at in two, though? Let me ask you that. Would you be willing to start over and stay on pace with me? Because, Gaio, yeah. if you're listening, the fact that you were, like, 200 levels above me is it's kind of not that fun, but I really enjoy talking to him. Because, <laughs> like, he'll carry me through. He's like, oh, yeah, let's do some riffs. And, like, I will literally go out fully powered up, full gear, like, the best I have. And I'm, like, poking, like, I'm, like, poking a demon with a toothpick. And God was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you can't do that. I was like, yeah, no, I know I can't. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, it's, no, yeah. I, absolutely. You can have like 25 different characters. So I've got like a bevy of, you know, I've got like one of every character going because I'm going to like try to platinum this too because I, I love the game so much. So like the, I think it's the same with Diablo 3. It's been so long since I played it, but I think. Like, there's normal nightmare in hell, right? Like, uh, in terms of, like, the difficulty levels? I think there's easy, normal, hard, extreme, torment, torment, and then it just keeps going up in torments. Like, Gaio and I are oh, okay. on, like, torment 12 now or something like that. Holy shit. Okay, well, so Diablo 2, there's, like, there's normal nightmare in hell. And, like, each each um, difficulty level has five acts, uh, like, oh, five different okay. worlds. And then, like... All of them, with the exception of like Act Four, have I think six different like main quests that you have to complete mm -hmm. in that act before you can go on to the next one. So, no, my uh, buddy John, that we we played Diablo two on PC like way back in the day. I got him into it, and um, he didn't realize that because he got like a, he got mm -hmm. a PS four as a present or for him for him you know from his wife. Yeah, but then he he's got two like teenage kids. And, you know, so that quickly got absconded by them. So they, so I was like, hey, man, you need to, like, ground those kids for, you know, a couple nights a week so we can nice. play some Diablo or whatever. So, yeah, I just started a, a new character to, to play with, with him. So I would absolutely, I would be willing to, to do it with you if you weren't. I don't want to force you into doing nah, something I'm, I'm you don't want to do. Though, so. I'm fucking with you. I, I'll get Diablo, too. Um, you can play with the mouse and keyboard on the PS4, can't you? I don't know. I believe okay. I believe I believe you can, but I'm not sure. I play on control. It actually it works really well with control. Like okay. you can you do can you, map it to the controller. Do I need to have like the online PlayStation network or something like that? Or can I just like link up with you as a friend on PlayStation 4 and call it a day? This shows how much of a fucking Microsoft shill I am. Did I use that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> That I don't know. Like, yeah, do some research on that before you actually invest in the game, because I don't want you to like buy something you wouldn't play, you know. Otherwise, because oh, no. I, I think, I think it's, um, I think you might need to have uh, plus to be able to play online. Okay, I mean, like, if it, if it's like a ten dollar game, like I don't mind it. Like, I I I think if I can get it like with EA Play, like I I got a couple of games with EA Play not too long ago, because it's like four ninety nine, and I get to test them out for a month to see if I like it. I think that's a pretty cool idea. I wouldn't mind getting EA Play if it comes with like Diablo 2 or something like that. But yeah, I'd, I I would 
see, I I knew I should have I should have I should have asked about that when I went in. I'm so. Well, but now you got a reason to go back. You said you wanted to go back, and now you got a reason to go back. Hey, yeah, you know how I denied you on your upsell? I think you'd make a great girlfriend. <laughs> Let me upsell myself as yeah. your boyfriend. Gotcha, <laughs> sell of myself. I got two birds. I love video games, and you're just cute enough to be my girlfriend. So I'm going to win her over. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my heart's melting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, fuck. See, now, oh, God. See now I can't ask her out because if she's like, "Oh, what are you doing in your spare time, honey?" Oh, I do a podcast. Oh, what are you? What? Are you, what? And then like if she and then she'll the listen. Full, she'll listen yeah. to full. Yeah, we'll be four months into the relationship. She's like, "So, I just did your <laughs> podcast with Eric," and I'll be like, "What? I did which a bunch one? of them. With, which one? <laughs> the one where you called me a Wisconsin seven? Shit, I'm gonna be single, aren't I? All right. <laughs> so." Uh, maybe so, she would take it as a compliment. Maybe she thinks. Maybe, maybe she has low self esteem and would think that, hey, I'm only uh, Wisconsin five. And... I hate dealing with women like that so much. God. Oh. What with low self esteem? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's, it's, it's because like I build their self esteem up and then like, oh no, I'm hot shit. I don't need you anymore, Jared. No. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, backfired. Well, <laughs> I, I get it for a little while, and that's all that matters. So I have a question here, Eric. Yes, there, sir. There, there's a there's a photo on here, and it's 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 from the subreddit Egg IRL, and it's it's about it's it's a place egg? called Egg E G G underscore I R L. Okay. okay. Uh, so I'll explain it to you. Basically, it's memes about trans people in denial. So people who are trans or or whatever in denial. And it's a really funny fucking meme here, but it brings up something that I think is super interesting that I'd like to ask you about. Uh, the meme just basically says, my friend just found a picture of me in a miniskirt and showed it to almost everyone I know while making fun of me. Mm. Would you post something potentially online for the world to see if you were embarrassed about it? Would I post something? Yes. No. Okay. That's that's what I thought. Because I don't I don't understand why. I mean, it's probably a meme making fun of something, but this has happened before. Where, well, oh, but you, you said you said that this person is saying that their friend posted it and everyone's laughing at it, right? So it's not them; they didn't post it online. It's their friend did it, and so they feel like betrayed by it, right? My friend just found a picture of me in a skirt, and showed it to almost everyone I know while making fun of me. Okay. So my thought process on now it just says my friend just found a picture of me in a skirt. I don't know if it's a picture online. I don't know if it's a picture on your phone or if it's hmm. a picture somewhere that you have of you in a skirt. The one thing that I will have a hard and fast stance on is if I take a photo of something, it's out there for everyone to see, even if it's not, a, even if it's just, if I take a photo on my phone and I don't send it to anybody, it's just sitting on my phone. Somebody mm -hmm. can hack my shit and, and find in there, you know, like if you take a photo of something, it you should expect like there's gonna be no privacy with it, right? Like you should expect that something's gonna happen. Mm. At, at, assuming that they found it in some sort of digital fashion. Well, I mean, so like what you had said, what because you had posed the question like, would I post something that I was embarrassed about? Like it sounds like from what this person is saying, I don't think that they are. I don't think that they were embarrassed about the picture like uh, it yeah. was a picture of of them in a miniskirt they 
I don't know, thought that they looked good, thought that they looked fine, were, were indifferent about it, whatever. Yeah. Their friend then found it and is using it as like a tool to make fun of them, which is what that person is upset about, right? Yeah. So they're not necessarily... <sighs> I mean, I think yeah, there, was a, there was a point that I had behind it and I, and you're dismantling it immediately and I don't like I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine, man. You're fine. But continue, continue. I'm sorry. I didn't... I mean, um, I, I get where you're coming from. I just because because my opinion is like if you're going to have a, a photo out there of yourself in a position, like even if you feel great about it, like when I take a photo with me and my kilt, I feel like I'm hot shit. I love my kilt. My kilt is like my dress up. I feel I feel goddamn sexy in it. But I know that some of my friends are like, dude, stop wearing a fucking skirt. And it's like it's not a, whatever. You guys are idiots. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. Right. Well, but I mean, obviously, they're not to the point where they have that case in point, self-esteem that we were talking about where, you know, they felt, you know, confident enough in the picture, but now that it's being used against them to like make fun of them, they are feeling not so hot about it. So, I mean, I feel for them. I don't, so I, what's the egg IRL? Like, I don't understand what, what's the egg signify? I have, like, I, I found a couple of photos and I found it hilarious, like, like a year ago and I tried to look into it and I couldn't figure it out. Like, I guess it was a place for, like, trans people who weren't really comfortable being trans or weren't really comfortable with, like, uh, the LGBTQ stuff, like, being gay or something. Like, it, it's a whole hodgepodge of fun stuff. There's just some really funny memes that are usually on there. Hmm. That's, so that's I'm wondering, like, goes. if the, the egg is, like, symbolism for them, like, being hatched as someone new? Born again. I guess. Yes, I guess. Just like hmm. the the street hooker who's been baptized fifty two times and still thinks herself as a virgin waiting for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> that is an evil laugh, my friend. An evil laugh. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that in a joke. I've been waiting to use that for a long, long time. Oh, I love you, gay people. Please don't come after me. Okay. Oh, sorry. Did you you have something you wanted to say? No, I, I was gonna just. Kind of like a re uh, reaffirm your stance. I I, I, uh, I spoke at length uh, on Gaio's podcast. You know, again, Susie's not my favorite. Really good show. I just about um, about people having problem with gay people, and I just like me not understanding it. Like I, I don't know. Like I, I had like a really huge falling out with with my dad and you know with a lot of my family actually just because like he always told me growing up it was like the most fucked up thing he always like i don't care if she's fat and black as long as it's a she you know like Mm. okay so you're not only being like racist (laughs) but also like body shaming (laughs) and like homophobic so like wow <laughs> just wrong on so many fucking levels and just so it's like i've made a conscious effort like not to to have any kind of like racist thoughts or tendencies and to just like be like really opening uh, like open and accepting of like gay people and uh, it just yeah you that, really that don't should... want to be canceled do you no it's it's not that it's just like that's truly how i feel like i i they're human beings like i don't understand how anyone can like look at someone else like that's a human being and just be like 
you don't have the same sexual preference that I do, so you're less than a person and I fucking hate you. Like, who who the fuck do you think that you are? And, like, what we had talked about on, mm-hmm. on Gaio's pod was, like, the connection to, like, religion and just, like, the prosecution of gay people. And, like, um, like the Pope had actually come out and said, like, hey, uh, yeah. treat gay people with respect because guess what? They're people too. Like, yeah. they have feelings and rights and whatever. And, like, some idiot on Twitter was like, Oh, he's totally not, he's not a real Catholic if he believes that. And then he's like, he's the fucking Pope. Like, he couldn't be more Catholic than the Pope. You, so, like, no, it's, the Pope oh is spoken God. to directly by, like, the, God is like, hey, Pope John V. Yeah, you got words you need to fucking spout out. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. guy. That's it. That's, right. that's it. <laughs> and, and so for those people on Twitter and just, like, whatever in, re, in real life to think, like, oh, well, he's not a really Catholic, he's not a real Catholic if he believes that is, like, how fucking dumb are you and who do you think that you are to think that you're better than a the pope or anybody for that matter just like go fuck yourself i hope you know if there is a heaven and a hell i hope the people that are that convinced that they're like the holier than thou i hope they burn in the hottest fucking fires of hell just for being like for god to be like yeah that's not what at all what i wanted my message to be so you completely got it wrong you're the piece of shit uh hit the bricks you know like oh it just it drives me so nuts i have three i have three stories that i think you might really thoroughly enjoy one story is about my mommy i love you mommy but i'm run, i'm going to crack in here the second story is oh the second story is about catholicism and how weird it can be sometimes and the third story is about a gentleman who claims he had been in hell so okay i'll make i'll make it real quick the story about the uh, so uh, basically a priest baptized instead of baptizing saying I baptize you he used to say we kind of in speaking in the congregation well uh, the the Catholic Church is like yeah everyone who is uh, 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 what was it baptized by him is now not baptized because he was using the wrong word mm-hmm Wow <laughs> shit you not I, I that's why I was surprised if you hadn't been on Reddit Reddit like that was a big fu- it was a big fucking story. Where instead of saying we, the Catholic Church, baptize you, he's supposed to say I because he's the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. no, that's stupid. That's dumb. So I wonder, like, if they truly – but that's another thing. It's just, like, do they really believe so literally? So it's so, like if there is a God and, like – and so well, one of those people were to die after thing. being, like, baptized with that. Like, God's really going to be like, oh, you weren't baptized the correct way. Sorry, you didn't know any better, but fuck you. Like, really? Really? There's there's apparently three different styles to be baptized, actually. There's the one by the priest, the other one that I didn't research, and then the third one is, uh, it's kind of like baptized by fire, you know? Because, like, you're you're on your deathbed, you're you're giving yourself up to God. If you've been baptized by the Christian church, and you are that wholeheartedly believing in yourself, that if he used the wrong word, you're baptized by fire because you've given yourself to the church itself, right? You have been baptized by fire with your years of service to the church as, as a community member. Like okay. it, a word doesn't matter, especially by, a, especially by a man of God who is a mortal creature that has no sway or power, isn't even a deity or isn't even the deity. Sorry. But yeah, like, isn't that fucking stupid? Incredibly. Yeah. So, <laughs> One time we were sitting at, uh, we were sitting in a, I almost said the place and the place would have given away. I'm good like that. I'm learning. I'm learning. So we were sitting at a bar slash restaurant and I forget who brought it up, but we were talking about gay people 
And my little brother, uh, Cherry D, had a really good point. And uh, Yoshi was kind of on the fence. He was playing devil's advocate. My mom is, was hardcore about it. And so I was like, hey, mom, what if I – or I was like, what, what sandwich do you hate at Subway? And she, I think she rattled off the meatball sub. I was like, yeah, so what if I order a meatball sub? Does it affect you? And she's like, no. I was like, then how does anybody else's love life affect you? And she's like, it doesn't. I was like, then why do you care so much? Exactly. So that is that is a perfect analogy. I uh, know. I'm sorry. I got stories for days. Feeling good. <laughs> it's yeah, your okay. show, man. That's I what know. we're supposed to do. We're supposed to just like to share stories back and forth. So do you want to hear about the demons in hell? I would very much like to hear that. So I'm pretty sure this was on YouTube where this guy had, I think he died or he's in a coma and he had gone to hell and he was like, you're God was like, you're going to hell to tell the people about this. And apparently like, he he's like six foot, two hundred pounds or something. Like he was a big dude. He was a pretty pretty solid dude. And in hell, like these very scary, imposing demons were there. And he's like, the air smelt of sulfur, and it was hard to breathe. And they would whip me and chain me. And he's he's talking about these creatures that were just big and imposing to a six foot, two hundred pound man who was pretty built and decent size. And he's talking about how like the air, the the cage that he was in was very w- dimly lit. You know, it was basically red, and then the hellfire and the brimstone, and like even to get up and walk was like he was he was trying to it was like you were completely exhausted but you still had to move because they would try to move him and he tell I'm not going to do it any justice but he tells this beautiful story of this like this punishment and he was only out for like a little while but he's like it felt like an eternity that I was in hell and being punished and God wanted me to tell you about it. And I was like, if there was a hell, I really, really hope a lot of people go there that deserve it. And if that's really what it's like Cheers, good sir. Cheers. <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah. I, yeah, that. That was the. I've told my three stories now. It's your turn. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to do Gaio any disservice by like rehashing all the stories that I told oh. on there. But um, yeah, I don't want to yeah. step on his toes then. No, 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 not not at all. Um, but like, I guess my big thing, since we are kind of like pseudo talking about religion now, like I grew up in a very, very, you know, uh, religious household. And like um, you went to school and on Friday you went to church and then on Sunday you went to church too. Right yep. there with you, brother. Right there. Yeah. With you. So like Wednesday Bible studies, like Friday, some kind of activity and like Sunday mass and, and all. Yeah. Um, but I was asking questions as one does, you know, when you're going to like Sunday school or whatever. And like, I don't remember what age, but just like they were talking about like, you know, Noah's Ark and stuff. And like we'd also like had been learning in school at the same time about like how new species of animals are like discovered all the time. And so I bring that up to like the Sunday school teacher and I'm like, hey, so like how did uh, Noah get all these animals that they're still like not, that they like found some new animals in the Amazon like a couple weeks ago. How did Noah know to get those? Like, don't question it, you know, like it was divine intervention and you know, like the Bible says that it it happened, so it happened. And I'm like, well, but that's kind of weird. And also it's like, didn't it say that it's only like, you know, like the 60 foot wide boat by like a hundred feet, like there's no way like all those animals could have fit on there. Like do not question the word of God and you are like, who do you think you are? Like as a little kid, just like asking questions, like with my love of animals, trying to figure out like, like how did Noah, how did this nice man Noah save all these animals? And just basically got fucking like lambasted. 
all that. And then just like, I also got a lot, you know, like being a big uh, kid, like as a kid, yeah. like wanting to play with like dinosaurs and stuff. And so yeah. like surprisingly somehow, like my parents were okay with like getting me uh, like a T-Rex kind of figure or whatever. And I had brought it with me and then like just getting yelled at by like a nun, like, dinosaurs weren't in the bible so they didn't exist and it should like i'm like but what about the bones that they they found it's satan planting those bones to put doubt in the believers of chris of good christian people that you know and i'm like really fuck off like it's wow. like, oh my fuck off fuck off wow. so that was just like that was the start of like my kind of like distancing myself a little bit and then just like yeah like my dad and just like the the hypocrisy and also like my grandma she would go to church and she would be like oh that this she would come home and she's like this fat ass woman in front of me wouldn't sit her fat ass down and so i couldn't see the priest and like she wouldn't you know just like whatever and then she'd like just come to here and just like talk shit about all these people and then go sit in her chair her rocking chair and read her daily bread about how she was such a good christian and i'm like you guys are nothing but fucking hypocrites and just i i want no part of that and if like if that's really how like god is if god is ex exists and he like condones this kind of shit mm -hmm. i want no part of it nothing to fucking do with it I, I love people that are hypocrites like that 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 always that always kind of makes my day just a little bit when people are just like assholes like that i i, I can't i can't stand that with a passion because people like that like it's always it's funny because like the tales from the servers or whatever they're always, we're like what crowd do you hate and they're like the brunch the brunch crowd from the church and they are the most self-entitled self-righteous asshole peoples you'll ever meet mm -hmm. and like um i i know somebody who's very self-righteous about things uh he like it's just kind of how he is but like i'm like dude you gotta tone that down like Cause like, I don't mind if like the server is a cute girl and she spits in my food and she's like, oh, I'm going to get at that. Jared It's like, no, honey, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cute. You know, like <laughs> I've done some shit. It's fine. But you know, like he probably wouldn't like that. And it's, it, you're like, dude, you just treat people with respect and kindness. You know, like that's the biggest thing. You know, if, if the ladies like, uh, remember, did I tell you about what I did with no way home? Uh, in the movie. So when I went to see it, this guy brought his girlfriend and his girlfriend apparently didn't know jack shit. And so, like, every time somebody would pop up, he'd be like, that's so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking Sunday opening, like, weekend. Don't bring your fucking girlfriend who doesn't know. And it finally got to a head. He's like, oh, my God, that's Daredevil. He's, you know, da-da-da-da-da. He's, he's a blind lord. And I was like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And so I snuck out, and I moved up to the top right. And I'm like, dude, like, be respectful. To, like, you were literally sitting next to somebody. I can fucking hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, taking I wanted... you out of the movie. To... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to reach over and be like, hey, could you not explain the movie to your girlfriend? Like, because I can hear you ruining it for me. But, like, even then, I'm like, I'm in the 100% right, but I still feel like a big dick for it. So, I'm like, I'm just going to go somewhere where I can sit peacefully and, and let him, let his girlfriend enjoy it because that's how they enjoy movies. And I'm infringing upon him. But still, you're a douchebag and you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. No, I, I mean, th those were good points that you were making about, like, her enjoyment level but i mean on some level for him like if he has to explain all this stuff to her it's taking him out of the movie as well like how is he able to enjoy it so it's like if that's if they're used to that kind of dynamic then yeah. and more power to him but yeah i absolutely a thousand percent applaud your decision to just like i don't want to hear that oh, constantly if i had nowhere to go hundred <laughs> percent hey boss you need to shut the fuck up 
<laughs> but yeah, like I've I've sat with women when I've watched a brand new movie and they were like trying to pick up on it because they were doing me a favor and I enjoyed it. You know, we were sitting on my couch, we were just watching a movie and we were I was talking her through what it was because it was a sequel and she knew I loved the, the movie. I think it was The Kingsman. And like I kind of explained okay. it to her and she really, really enjoyed it. And I thought that was sweet of her because I'm like, she's trying. And so like yeah. I was able to enjoy the movie because I'm like, this is that little and like it was it was fun for me. But, again, but it's also like at your house, so I'm yeah. assuming that you can pause it where it's like it's not a public setting where there's other people around who are also trying to like who have paid money for this, mm -hmm. who are trying to enjoy the experience who it's being taken out of because they can hear someone go. Especially like, even if you can't movie. hear the words of yeah. what they're saying specifically, you can hear it still enough. Like, oh, no, you could hear words. I heard everything he said. I heard everything <laughs> yeah. he said. <laughs> so eric are you ready to lay into some people let's do it man all right like I, I i've already laid into hypocritical <laughs> christians polish people the russians fuck you name the, it let's fuck the fuck, fuck the, the fuck everybody else we don't care fuck everybody today hey I, I never said fuck the never said that it was a joke people it was a joke <laughs> don't fucking don't joe rogan me here all right so i've got one, two, three, four, five. I've got six. Oh, and by the way, I got a phone call from the person I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a text on after this episode airs, which is kind of interesting. Um, so I've got six here. Do we want to start off with – do we want to start – because there's, there's relationship stuff. There's four relationships, ones, and two non-relationship. Where it's we start? It's your show, man. It's your no, show. You're what, what fucking get. Where do you, where do you want to start? So you have all – you have the tabs open on your – I've got all the right? tabs. Yep, I've got – Go the, with – so go with tab three. I'm actually on tab three right now, believe it or not. Uh, I'd show you my screen, but I don't want to do any more editing that I already have to. <laughs> so uh, advice. I think I married a racist, homophobic, transphobic man. Oof, I get out. 20... What? Get out. Do you, do you not want to hear the story? No, no, no. I'm saying that, no, but that's that's gonna be that's gonna be my advice. <laughs> so I, a 24 year old female, have been married to my husband, 25 male, for two years now. Two years now. We were both raised very conservative <clears throat> slash Christian homes. We both have friends of different races, genders, and sexual orientations, or so I thought. With this new Florida bill, and especially the new Texas bill, I have discovered a couple of things. He agrees that kids should not be taken. He agrees that kids should be taken away from their parents if the parents support them being trans. I told him I did not agree with that at all. He also thinks that with the Florida bill, teachers should tell the parents about kids coming out as LGBTQ+. I am not done. He also... He has also used the word retarded several times, which I shut down immediately, and he knows that it's not okay. He still slips up from time to time since he did it for so long without thinking of all the consequences, so that's not the real issue anymore. As far as the racial things, he mocks people's accents, especially Indian people's on their phones, and makes stereotypical jokes. I don't view this as okay, question mark, question, question mark. I am honestly at a loss for words. I love this man. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's some lovey-dovey shit in there. I don't care about that last part. So, okay. Full disclosure, there's, a, I think, a difference between, like, making some, fun of someone's, like, accent or making fun of a specific person and generalizing an entire race of people. Okay. So, 
we have some customers who are Indians that we have had to have several like Microsoft Teams or, or Zoom meetings. And I always have to make sure that I'm audio only, not video, because they'll be on video. And I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of speaking with, and I'm not making fun of them. It's just like, it's their mannerisms. It's what they do. When they're talking, they sit there and they, they do like, they do like a bobblehead kind of thing. Yeah. So it's seeing an entire conference room, like lined, like five people deep on each side, like all chiming up and saying something like, and like doing a bobblehead. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And I don't think it's racist to laugh at that because they obviously they know that they're doing it. They, yeah. they continue to do it. So um, that's where I'll, I'll stop with that one. The other stuff, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, your interactions with with Mark and Gump, I'm sure that you've they they tend to they're they lean conservative. And to me, like they've never said anything to me like, you know, racist or like Uber. In my mind, there is a difference in being like a conservative Republican and being a racist piece of fucking shit. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, Trump was not a conservative Republican. He was absolutely a racist piece of fucking shit. I will agree and, with that. And I don't think that those two match up. Yeah. And so for a lot of people that try to justify it by saying, I'm a Republican, okay, that's fine. You can have Republican values, conservative values. Hating someone because of their sexual orientation or the color of their skin is vastly different. There's nowhere in like the Republican bylaws that say like brown people are like fucking evil and whatever mm -hmm. like Trump was trying to say. This, uh, <laughs> those two things don't meet hand in hand. And so I, I, I don't I don't understand. I, I again, I, I don't want to like continue to say this, the same thing or talk no, in you, circles. Like, I don't get how people can have those kind of feelings like i hate you because you believe mm -hmm. or act as a different way than i do so I... fucking dumb who who are you who are you to make you the most important person on the place of the fucking planet that everyone should like completely agree with everything that you say and everything that you believe like ugh, give me a break i i, I will say this I I'm a, a I'm a little biased. I I think I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal. I forget what my mom told me because we had a conversation one time. It was actually a really fun conversation. We we walked all around her uh, her town that she lived in. We walked down by the the Wisconsin River and like we had a full fledged like political conversation where my mom learned a lot about me and I learned a lot about my mom. Um, and I learned we don't talk politics. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was the one thing we learned about. But like I don't know where I land. And, and that's the weird thing, because when people are like, oh, Republican this, Democrat that, I'm like, yeah, well, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Like, that's just how I see it. Like, either, like, and it's coming from me. But I think stereotypes are a thing for a reason. And I hate to go back on what you said about the little, the little wiggles. Like, it, you look at some stereotypes and you're like, yeah, no, that is 100% true because this always happens. I've... I've been known to drop a hard R with, you know, with what she was saying. And I was reading it in her context and I don't really want to throw it out here because it's something I use in, inside where I do something really stupid. I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm ridiculous. I don't really uh, obviously say that. But like, <laughs> I, I feel comfortable saying it because I'm, I'm uh, is it not depreciating? What, what is that word? Self, I'm self-deprecating on myself. Yeah. yeah, I'm deprecating <laughs> on myself. But like, you've got to wonder, is, is he being just 
dark military humor because there's been some shit i've told some jokes and i've heard some jokes in the military where like i look back at it and i'm like wow like it was uh the office with michael or whatever where they were like hey would you do a reboot today he's like never in a million years could we do mm-hmm. what we did back then nowadays and yeah fair point you gotta wonder like is he being on like is he for fucking real or is he just trying to kind of be funny because rev has got a lot of great takes but you're like, when is Rev being Rev? Or when is he just like throwing a hotball at you because he knows it's going to be funny? And it is funny, you know? So like that's my question is like, is the dude, does he like mock him because it's fucking funny? Or does he mock him because he genuinely hates these people? Right. You know? Yeah, there, there is a difference. Uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, again, I don't, I don't think it's okay even to like make fun of – uh, of gay people there's an extent you, you yeah, there's an extent sure. you know if, if it's if it's above a certain tolerance level yes okay like keep it under that tolerance but once you surpass it are you really making fun of them you know well i mean because also uh i was listening to several of uh you know gaios susius are my favorites uh episodes where he's talking about like mentally handicapped people and he is friends with some mentally handicapped people and yeah. he was saying like he he drops the r word like in their presence and they're not yeah. offended by it it's like so okay like he kind of has the past because he's got friends who are you know have that condition and they've kind of like given like carte blanche granted permission for it yeah you know like i don't know i think he's conscious enough like he wouldn't just go out in public and just be like see you know people that he doesn't know that had that condition he's like hey retards you know like, i don't yeah. think that he would be like that insensitive yeah. though um well i mean yeah, it's, it's, it's um oh, oh sorry go ahead man no i was just gonna say like like you were just making mention it's it's all about context and it's all mm-hmm. about like, are you saying it in like in a joking, playful kind of manner where you don't really have like a malicious intent or forethought f- like against them? Or like, do you like, like, I hate them because they exist. That's, that's a, a vast difference in my opinion. The perfect movie to understand. I mean, it's great that you brought it up because the perfect movie to understand the difference between making fun of somebody or even just looking at them, Johnny Knoxville's The Ringer. You want to watch a movie that totally sheds a completely different light on on many, many different things out there. Because I used to have an art class right across from the special needs kids who would have art class. Some of them were the most dope motherfuckers I ever met in my life. You know, Um, they just happened to be confined to a wheelchair and really like to paint suns. You know, like there was a guy that I met, like he painted suns really, really well. And like I had a few passing conversations, but this was way back in Texas in high school. And, like, you watch the movie Johnny Knoxville where he's, like, acting. They're like, dude, we fucking know you're – no, that's not how we are. We do that for attention. Come on, man. And, like, they make fun of themselves and they understand. And, like, it's so it's so meta, but it's so dope, mm. you know? And it, it's awesome. Yeah. So cool. Wow, that got weird fast. All right. What tab <laughs> next? Does. I've got I've got five tabs now. What tab next? Okay, so let's stick with tab three because now it's like it. it'll be perfect in the middle. <laughs> I, a 16-year-old male, think my 15-year-old female sister is attractive to me, and I'm really uncomfortable. Background info, using a throwaway for obvious reasons. My little sister is generally a good kid. We're friends 20 months apart. Sometimes she's uncomfortably touchy with me, but I usually deal with it because we're going through a tough time as a family right now. Parents are uh, 99% going to divorce. Dad moved out, but uh, that's neither here nor there. For reference... I'm female to male transgender, so we grew up as sisters rather than sister and brother. In case the dynamic shifts, 
uh, in case the dynamic shift changes y'all's advice. Uh, on the onto the incidents. I lost my phone the other day, and I used uh, used her to call it. God damn it! I can't read now. On the onto the incidents. I lost my phone the other day, and I used her phone to call it. When I opened her phone, she had like seven tabs of erotica just sitting there. I caught a glimpse of some names, which I instantly recognized as characters from a show we watched together. In the show, the characters are brothers. They have a similar dynamic to my sister and I. Uh, she has openly said she relates to the uh, the younger brother and that the older brother reminds her of me. So she's kind of doing some weird shit with uh, some anime there. Those two things, plus how touchy she is with me, several memories of her touching me sexually when we were super young, and the fact that she said a few times that she wants to date a guy like me and that I would make a great boyfriend uh, that makes me pretty sure she's attracted to me. I'm really uncomfortable. Some other fun stuff. (laughs) I mean, I can take the reins on this one if you want. Yes, please do. Um, So... Women in general that are friends, especially sisters, like I've I've known some sisters that just straight up fucking cuddle like they're dating on the couches, right? You know, one sitting, one's laying on it and the other one's got her arm around it. Like, like they're straight up cuddling. If you didn't, if you replace that with another dude, you're like, they're cuddling. You know, they're they're dating. Women are just more touchy-feely like that. that. That's how women are. Like, dude, when was the last time you hugged a buddy of yours? Pre- oh, I'm like, a hugger. Like, okay. I, I, yeah, that's, I do it. So. Okay. Yeah, because like before pandemic, I would get a hug from Alex all the time, you know, and I tell him I love him all the time. But women, I feel like women are a little bit more generally open than most guys would think. And with you being a female to male transgender, I I don't know how far along in the surgery you are. I don't know if you if you're still fully fledged female platonically or not platonically. Is that the right word? Anatomically, you know, she might see the transition she may be calling you jared and she may be going through it but to you you're still her sister for the time being and she maybe is trying to get used to it i don't think she's sexually attracted to you but the thing is like you're, you're still her sister like you're still that close-knit like it, it's like when i broke up with emily right like we still did a lot of things together that i should never have let happen because it like i ruined that relationship at, at, with that mm-hmm. friendship with her because we were so used to those things and i think it's just that You've been sisters for how long, and you just now became a male? Like how long ago? Well, sixteen years, right? It was yeah. sixteen. You've been a woman 16, for sixteen years, and she's known you as her sister for all of her fifteen years of existence until you decided to tra- transition. And I'm not trying to dead name or do anything crazy like that, but like you've got to remember, that's not something you get over. Like my brother, my brother Yoshi, I always know him as the party college kid. My Cherry D, he. Dude, you're always a fucking hippie to me. You always will be a hippie to me because of what how I saw you growing up after you moved out. Like there are just there are things that you always will be because you're my brothers and I like to shit on you a lot. So get used to it. But that's that's my takeaway. That's my takeaway. Yeah, it's not so easy like you said. And you know, maybe it's uh, it's simpler for someone that's like um new to knowing them to just easily be like Hey, you want to be, you know, known as male. You're going by male pronouns now, so that yeah. you know, that's simple. But, but yeah, to your point about, you know, they've been sisters like her literally her entire life, all 15 years of her existence to this point. She's known you as her sister, mm-hmm. and now that you're going through this transition, it's not so easy just overnight. Like maybe she can be perfectly uh, like accepting of it and just like supportive and you know wanting what's best for you and supporting you and doing that. But it's still like you don't just go like that. Like you were a girl and now you're a guy and that's it. And we're never going to have any kind of like questions about it. It's yeah. just it's not that's not human nature. It's just not that simple. So 
about like yeah also to your point about women in general typically are just more you know kind of touchy-feely and especially if they have that kind of like close-knit relationship with you like a sister she kind of feels like so i mean she makes mention specifically about like the sexual kind of touching like so i don't know when they what were younger that's about but like, like if 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 she's talking about younger uh, younger when she was like oh, you know they're 50 you're good they're like 15, 16 now when like they're younger. Like, dude, little kids do weird shit all the fucking time. Are you kidding me? Like, it, I don't I don't think any kid is cognitively like there until they're like nine or ten. Like, you remember Jeff Foxworthy? You, the comedian yeah. Jeff Foxworthy? Yeah. Yeah. He had a joke where like he's got the, the TLDR of what just happened. I think kids don't cognitively come online until they're like fucking ten. And so anything a child does that's under ten is just like you know, roll it, roll a D20 to see if your action works, you know, and whatever you get is what you get. So <laughs> fucking, oh my God, no. <laughs> Fuck oh, you, and you. And you didn't want to edit. <laughs> well, I, I have to edit. I had to edit before. Now it's like, I have to edit twice. <coughs> there's, like I said, there's some shit I'm willing to put out there, but I know how, like I heard that coming out as I was speaking it. And that, it even didn't sound good to me in the context of I'm trying, like, yeah, I'm panicking. Like trying, my face, like... I'm trying to panic to get the right context, and it's not working. Maybe I'll just find the Jeff Foxworthy joke and just insert it, and hopefully he doesn't care because he's 70 now and fucking... Still no. I, still I now? That... Okay, still no. <laughs> Let's just skim over that. That didn't right. happen. <laughs> no, that... Uh, fucking... That is something you'll probably... <laughs> Eric now knows something about Jared. He probably doesn't want to. Ah, <laughs> uh, the annals of friendship. So yeah, I don't. I continue with your, your before I very rudely ruined your life, your evening. No, you haven't ruined okay. my evening. What are you talking about? Well, I did, okay, yeah, no, it didn't happen. Good, smooth, smooth, very smooth. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Even so, if it happened, it didn't ruin my. I, that oh, doesn't okay. change how I feel about you. You, you, okay. you didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't your joke. It wasn't your thought process. It's like you just were trying to use it as an example. And I don't want to say anything more because I don't want people like trying to like what. What are they? Fuck doing? it. Scavenger hunt. See what you come up with. <laughs> Send me an email if that email is still active and I have the password. But yeah, I, I don't know. How how do you feel about the whole thing? Like, is it like, I I just I feel like it's it's. Because it feels like the transition is just so recently, yeah. and it just it feels like she's trying to. I don't know. It's not so easy again to to just turn that off to like view someone in a completely different light as a totally different identity. It's uh, not so simple. Yeah, and so. even even the TLDR down here is like my sister has a track record of being sexual, slash slang inappropriate things with me, dude. Fucking, I fucked with my brothers all the time. Like when I got, when I, when I found out that gay humor in the military was like, was the, the go-to joke. And then I came home and I tested it on my brothers. Like it scared them a little bit. And I was like, dude, this is how we fuck with each other in the military. And they're yeah. like, really? And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the things we do. And they're like, please don't. It's like, all right. All right. <laughs> so I'm that's one thing. Like, um, I, are you familiar with the show Rules of Engagement with David Spade and Patrick Warburton? I've heard and, of it, yeah. Oh, it's fucking amazing. It's like, unfortunately, so it's actually, I, I've watched it multiple times through. It used to be on Netflix, and then it used to be like syndicated. It was on um, like a, a late night channel, whatever. Mm -hmm. But 
uh, man, I, I fucking loved it. And it's like, I don't think you can find it anywhere because it yeah. was one, because I've been talking about like based on like your comments that you've made and, and mm -hmm. some other people have made about like the podcast that I've done with my wife and like how funny they were and everything and how like great she was. Um, I've been wanting to do a show with her and I thought it would be really cool to do something kind of like in the vein of uh, Life is Unfair, which is my buddies, Jake and David, where they, you know, from Let's Play Death Ray, where they do the Malcolm in the Middle one. If Megan and I were to do that for uh, Rules of Engagement, because it's really, it's all about relationships and everything. It's nice. like, there's a, like a kind of like, I wouldn't say middle age. They're, they're, they're less than middle. It's Patrick Warburton and Megan Price. They okay. play like, they've been a married couple for a while, like. 15 years, something like that. Okay. And then there's like a, a younger couple, Jennifer and Adam, who are like newly engaged and just moved in together. And so they're like going to get be getting married. And then David Spade is kind of like their single, like Lothario, like he's the woman's, you know, he's oh, like the ladies man kind of guy. Yeah. And so he's like always like going out and like the Barney kind of uh, how I met your mother, like where he's screwing everything that moves. It's just really like really well written, funny show. But the point of that is like a lot of their kind of humor, because it was from the early 2000s, was like they're all pals. But like if they want to get at someone, like kind of get on their skin, that's like the go to is calling them gay or whatever. And mm. so I'm like, I'm guessing that's probably one of the reasons why it's like been taken off a of syndication and it's not as prevalent as it was. And it's like a lot harder to find. Like, I don't know, King of Queens does that a lot. And that's on like fucking every day, multiple times a day. And that's another great show. But like rules of engagement, that was like the humor that I don't like really appreciate. But I also understand that it's like, of that time like the yeah. early 2000s you know friends was like that and rules of engagement oh, yeah. obviously oh, yeah. and King, like every sitcom that was out there like had jokes like that was a like kind of an easy go-to like oh a guy's like wearing a pink shirt call him a queer and you know yeah. it's ha ha, ha. Uh, it's just it's a different world now than it was then but it's yeah to your point about like the military that's kind of what you do you don't really think that they're like homosexual and you're not like you don't hate them no. if they were. It's no. just that that's kind of like the go-to to say that you know they're they're gay. And is it well, right? No, but the, the gay humor was actually very very different than that. To be completely honest with you, but all right, I, I think we had two very different versions. You being the little puddle pirates, and you know me being the hey, that's so. Coast Guard. <laughs> puddle yeah, pirates is. You're so, still a puddle pirate to me. The ocean is <laughs> okay. If you can cross the ocean in under twelve hours, it's a puddle. Apparently, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we're sticking with the theme of three here, right? We're sticking with the theme of three? Sure, yeah. Okay. Go for it. As a girl who I've been seeing for a month from work wants to do something sexuals at lunch, but not sure if I think it's a good idea. We've been dating for a month now and have lunch together, which is an hour. She lives like five, She lives like ten minutes away and flirtingly said that she's got a free house, but we only have 40, 40 minutes and also need to eat. My concern is the following... Firstly, I have no protection, as I didn't expect to be sexual today. I'm moving out in two weeks, so we'll have privacy then. Also, I may feel rushed, and finally, I haven't shaved down there, as I wasn't expecting it. But I am turned on by her, and I just don't want our first sexual encounter to suck. What do you think? Oh, I got an upvote. I, I answered this already, but... Huh. Okay. So what? When was this posted? Because I, it's obviously past lunchtime. So. Yeah, this was fourteen hours ago. There was there's no update. Okay. 
I might ping him to get an update. I'll, I'll try to see, but my pings to try to get people on the show or like talk about it have been, mm-hmm. dude, I can't get anybody from Reddit to fucking talk to me at all. Really? Ridic- no, no. Well, I thought that's where you got all the OnlyFans people from, wasn't it? Oh, dude, like, like selfies yeah. and whatever. Dude, everything's been failing lately. Like I have this, I have a guest who I think would be so fucking baller to have on the show, but like, mm-hmm. I just can't get her to fucking commit. I can't get her to hammer out of time. Like, and I've got mm. these people that I'm like, you would be so fucking cool to have on the show. And I just don't get a response. That sucks. So maybe I should just create a new Reddit and, and start over and be like, hey, new. Brand new here. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's because maybe Reddit is tracking all the the naughty stuff that I look at and they're turned off uh. by that. But all right, who knows? But okay. So- they're but, shutting you down. They're like, yeah, we've seen his history. We can't like, let well, they probably, they probably go out to his page and they like, sw- cause I think I turned it off, but like they're swiping left and they're like, wow, you've got some kinks, bud. And it's like, yeah, I, <laughs> nice. but I want to, I want to hear your take on this. Like, what is your take? Okay. Uh, so obviously whatever has happened either happened or didn't happen. So like, what would I do in that circumstance? I, I just, I started laughing when he said like, well, we've only got 40 minutes and we still got to eat. Like, okay. Like if, if this is, if you're super into this girl and this would be like the potential, like first time, I wouldn't think that you would be concerned about the food first and foremost. I would think that like throw that argument right out the window. Yeah. The whole, like haven't shaved down there. Like, okay. Like how bad is it? Like a fucking jungle boy or yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, I'd throw kind of that argument out as well. Uh, what else? Like not, okay, not having protection is probably pretty valid. Like, and then he's talking about um, just like if they wait a couple weeks, like they'll have a place of their own that they could theoretically do that. Mm-hmm. I'd say, yeah, like especially if you aren't sure and you would feel rushed or whatever and you're, you're definitely concerned about the meal that you have to have. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah just just wait don't don't do something that you're not comfortable with or like yeah make an awkward experience and and rush like yeah certainly if it's the first time and you're trying to make it like Mm -hmm. if you force like if you see yourself having a relationship with this person going forward and you are concerned about like the first time being a memorable experience and obviously it's not something you want to do like as a rush job when you have all these other things like weighing heavily on your conscience so I would say just wait. Uh, sorry, I have a potential date tomorrow that might get rain checked because I've been having some sinus issues this afternoon. Whoops. Ah, and she doesn't want to get sick, so that's understandable. No, I think it was like, uh, what was it? It was Thursday. I started to feel a little bit of sinus pressure, and then today I felt a little bit more sinus pressure, and it just I took some. Dude, the, the springtime is not a good time for me, like at all. It's not. Oh, you're calling this spring? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just... calling. The, I'm calling. It's like it's it's warming up, dude. We I don't just know got what... like another six inches of fucking snow today. So, well, that's what happens when you live in a shitty part of the country. So. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like it just it, like it gets super dry right around the February March time frame here in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. my sinuses just act like how like I literally took horse pills to get over a sinus infection, and like I was out of work for like two weeks, and like. I'm like, like, how am I all of a sudden, like two weeks later, getting a sinus infection again? Or like, like, it's just, it's stupid. Well, you said you, what you said, like, if, 
ivermectin or something you said you literally took horse pills yeah i literally <laughs> took fucking horse pills like 825 milligrams of amoxicillin and potassium it was that's still it, that's still figuratively because you're saying that they're, they're horse pills because of the size of them they're not literally pills for a horse right? they were that's, the size of a cap that's you know, still figuratively though like whatever you're saying literally whatever those would, literally would be actual pills for a horse okay I took big fucking pills. Okay, figuratively right. horse pills. I figuratively took horse pills. No, it was 825 milligrams of okay. amoxicillin and potassium mixed together in a pill that was the size of a 20-ounce Coke bottle fucking spin off top. It was not wow. fun, and I had to take it twice a day, and it sucked total dick. <sighs> but anyways, this dude hopefully got his dick sucked. Um, <laughs> Jesus but like not like this this shit is so dumb because people on the internet i've got a partner pining after me and i don't know if i should fuck him it's like dude i literally just read an article that 25 percent of americans have not had sex during the pandemic 25 percent of americans aged 18 to like 55 have not had sex during the pandemic wow that's like holy cow it's a long time to go (laughs) what the fuck like dude you have a girl like number one, this, okay. This is this is this is my little spiel here to show him. I said there are literally situ- situation like this that every single person would love to have if they had somebody that was interested in them. If you want to be extra careful about it, even if you don't have protection, like you you don't have to like get it in and then like right before you're about to fucking lose your mind and let the fireworks go off, then pull out. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little like a uh, firework time here exit and like and then i was like dude there's fucking there's so many other things in there she can give you a little you know a little a little hand job she could give you a mouth hug there's so many other things that you can do <laughs> mouth hug. there's so many other things you can do and dude this is why you always stay prepped and ready i trim my beard the same way i i keep my beard clean for a reason <laughs> the, you see those commercials about manscaped all the time manscaped please please send me some shit sponsor me but like you know <laughs> You see that Manscaped stuff all the time. Like, there's a, there's a, that's good sports that I watch, uh, and, and the Pat cast on YouTube, right? They talk about football all the time. He, they, they're sponsored by Manscaped all the time. And, like, if it's been a minute, I'm like, oh, that's right, Manscaped. Yeah, go fucking clean that shit up. Cause you never know when I drop the card, she's like, I'm actually free tonight. What are you doing? Fucking you. That's what, you know? <laughs> Not swabs. That's. Yeah. Very swap. But, like, it's so dumb that you're <laughs> thinking about food. Dude, I gotta eat after, like, no. Fucking yeah, that have seems your like afternoon low delight. on the priority list. Yeah. If some girl was like, hey, you can bone me for lunch, I'd be like, I'm not having lunch today. <laughs> you know? Well, I probably would have lunch because it would last for about 30 seconds and then they're, you know, <laughs> but, you know, it'd be like, it, it'd be, I maybe wouldn't be able to make soup. But, you know, like, it's just <laughs> fucking come on, man. Like, stop telling us that you're getting your dick wet. You f- fucking stop with these stupid questions. Yeah, again, I'll never forget that one that you brought up that one time. About, How do I open a can of soda quietly? Like, <laughs> why do you go on the internet to ask this kind of shit? Like, that's just stupid. And this is kind of, it kind of feels like humble bragging, kind of like, yeah. oh, this girl's super into me. And like, I've got a chance to to get it in, you know, like that. It feels a little bit like it's a humble brag kind of deal. I hope she's ugly to me. 
I hope to me she's ugly and like a Wisconsin the, two. A Wisconsin, yeah, a fucking a Wisconsin two. Even even the Eskimos would be like, we'll we'll pass on her. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so we're we're gonna we're gonna switch it up here because uh, okay. you want to you want to talk about good. All right, so we'll do this one first. So is it wrong to not be honest about myself being a high school dropout? I'm a 19-year-old girl who's just about to turn 20, never graduated high school, struggled a lot with mental health, so I never really prioritized my high school education. I tried to do it online, but after being kicked out from home and on my own, work became a priority. I have career goals that I don't necessarily require me to have a high school diploma, but need. Uh, but if needed, I will absolutely try to get my GED. I feel proud of the skills I've learned through outside through uh, learned outside of school, and am fairly educated and and am a fairly educated girl. This is not a reflection of her typing. I just suck this much. <laughs> uh, also, have been very fortunate to have a lot of work experience, so I never really struggled with ha- having a full time job, just minimum or a little over that. I have goals to learn. Oh, that's a word I've never seen before. Esthetician. E-S-T-H-E-T, esthetician or esthetician? Yeah, that's yeah. um, like, um, I think that's specifically like the eyebrows oh. thing. Uh, and hairstyling at a school next year, which doesn't necessarily require a high school diploma. So I've got a long-term career plan. Uh, now, the problem is I cannot be open to sharing that I'm a dropout all the time. It's a taboo topic, and I am not on an... And I am not honest with certain people in my life, which makes me a bit sad that I can uh, that I feel I can't be. For example, those I work with think I graduated. I never said I did. Just said that the last school that I went to, uh, the person I'm romantically seeing thinks the same, and it's the same circumstance. Is it wrong to keep it to myself? Is it something that is super necessary to share? I mean, I know it's good to be honest, but part of me wants to put it behind me if I even can. Sorry, that was a tough read. Hmm. Um, like if you're really that concerned about it, like if it's a sore spot and you're embarrassed, then just focus hard and get the GED. Like if you don't have any kind of aspirations for like higher education, like if you don't plan on going to college, whether it's, you know, a two year, four year, whatever, then uh, like a GED should be more than sufficient to do whatever it is that you want to do. Like, or you just tell people that you graduated high school. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if that's all you aspire to do is just be like a high school graduate, then yeah, either A, get your GED, or just fucking tell people that you did. More yeah. than likely, employers are not going to check. Yeah. You know, like, some employers don't even check if you have, like, a college degree. Like, yeah. you're rolling the dice, like, if you make that up. But, um, like, yeah, they're, they're probably not going to ask. So no. just... Like, but I mean, if you truly do, again, feel bad, like you don't want to lie to people and say that you are like a high school graduate, then get your GED. I I mean, I don't like, I don't even know why they ask me, like I'm 30 fucking five or I'm almost 35 and they're still like, what, what, what high school did you graduate? And it's like, you're not going to fucking check. Yeah. What do you care? Like, what, what, what what is that going to prove? Like I've literally only needed my, I've only needed my high school diploma for like one job and that was it. And it was a government job, and that was it. Um, so, like, and I mean, honestly, it, it shouldn't, number one, it shouldn't matter, because, I mean, I've told you guys all about the one circumstance in my life that I'm slightly ashamed of. 
And it's really funny because every time I, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm quite ashamed of this thing. People are like, you shouldn't be. Like that, you're like, that does not change anything about you. I just know that there's this thing about you. And it's, it's really fucking interesting because I don't even see why it would be a topic. Like, why would someone be like, oh, you didn't finish high school? You're fucking stupid. No, like if someone's like, I didn't get a GED, but like, yeah, you're, you're working as a hairstylist. I don't see why, you know, doing math is good. Like touch my head. It's a very odd shape. If you can figure (laughs) out how to cut it good, I'm going to come to you every single time. You know, I don't care if you can fucking do 30 times 30. You, you can cut my hair the way I wanted to, even though I don't have any anymore. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not important to me. I could care less if you graduated high school or not. All right. That's it. Cool. Awkward silence to call it a day. Uh, so so we'll finish We'll finish up on uh, a long one because I think it's interesting. A 17-year-old. Thought, was, get, what? Isn't there two more? I yeah, there's, there's two still more. two more. There's two more. Okay. No, I was... I was calm down you'll get your questions you'll get your questions i i promised you seven you'll get seven i don't want to shortchange the people you're not fucking shortchanging anybody so child in a car do i report uh so i'm hopping for uh, i'm hoping for a quick answer which was 11 hours ago uh to for blah I just pulled up, uh, p- pulled into the gym at about 9.20 a.m. here and noticed that there's a child in the backseat of a car parked here. They aren't in distress, probably just watching something on their device. It's a bit chilly here, though. It's under 40 degrees Fahrenheit. My question is, do I report this to the gym? If it's a single mom or a dad trying to get their workout in, I am worrying about creating more problems uh, for them. However, they could possibly just have their child come inside and da-da-da-da. To clarify... I would report to the gym manager, not the police. The car is running. The child is approximately seven years old. Definitely no more than nine or six. And okay. So, again, why the fuck do people take to Reddit to ask these kinds of questions? Like, you brought it up, so obviously there's something like... Something bothers you. You're, you're having a moral conundrum about yeah. this. Like you, you definitely feel that it's something that you should report, but yet you're going to the court of public opinion on Reddit and waiting for a response. Like you're going to be going into the gym. So you're going to be what? Like walking on the treadmill waiting for like, oh, there's only six people that say that I should report it and seven people that say I shouldn't. So I, I guess I won't. Like, what are you doing? Like either mind your own fucking business or if have like some backbone to say, I feel strongly about this. Like, yeah, the child doesn't look distressed, but it still doesn't like, it's not a, like a good situation and say something like say something either to, if it is just to the management of the gym staff or call the cops or whatever for a wellness check or whatever, if you feel that strongly about it. Don't be waiting for people on the internet to tell you how to fucking think. Yeah. Oh my God. So fucking stupid. So <laughs> the the one thing that I noticed is that if a car is running, that tells me one of two things. Um, it tells me that it's, it's most likely just a quick in and out thing, right? Like that's usually if you leave a yeah. car running, even if it's like to the grocery store with your kids in the car, it, you're not leaving them for more than 30 minutes to an hour. 
And I mean, I come from a different era where that was like, okay, where like you could just sit in the car, you know, on a mm-hmm. hot summer day or even, even the middle of winter where I'm just like playing on my Game Boy and my mom's like, I'm going in. Do you want to come with? And it's like, no. And she's like, okay, I'll leave the car running. And I'm fucking playing Nintendo. I'm playing, you know, Game Boy for 45 minutes while she goes grocery shopping and she doesn't yeah. have to worry about me being an idiot. Exactly. Um, that's what I, that's what I would think. That is my immediate first thought. So do you want to hear the outcome? Please. Yes. If there was a, yeah. So Mr. Up? Yeah, th- th- there's a there's an add-on here. So Mr. Puddin' Jones says, I say monitor for 10 minutes total. If nobody comes out, tell management of the gym, continue to monitor the child, and if nothing is done within 10 minutes, you contact management, call the police. So the update is management quickly responded to my request, checked video footage, had the woman in question take her child home. Thank you. Uh, thank you for this. This helped. So the woman was working out while the kid was in the car, presumably locked and turned on. And I mean, like, I mean, I'm, I'm for it. You know, like, dude, just fucking let like, people be. Yeah. Like the like car's you said, on. Uh, there was, it's a different time now than it was then. Like, uh, I definitely had circumstances like that where it was just like, my mom would run in. She, she wasn't going to be gone very long. I would just sit in the car. Like, yeah, like you said, yeah. summer, winter didn't matter cars running cars not running whatever sometimes i like so one time we were sitting like in a a grocery store parking lot and i had my dog with me duchess who was a wonderful pit bull she was absolutely wonderful just fucking dog was amazing i I used to dress this dog up in like people clothes like i could do anything to this dog and she was oh man she was fucking top-notch but this lady comes like barreling out of the of the fucking get that kid away from that dog it's gonna rip his face off and blah 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 and she's like wagging her finger and she's like acting aggressively like coming towards us and that's when it was like that's when the dog like started getting aggressive is because she thought that this lady was coming to like attack so then she starts growling which of course the lady uses as like evidence that she she's gonna attack it's like no the dog is getting amped up because she thinks that you're coming to attack me you fucking idiot like just mind your own goddamn business and go about your life like but it's a totally different world now where where people like oh oh can't heaven forbid like can't do that can't do that. It's yeah, like, like I see a kid. In the, if I see a kid in the car and the car is running, I'm like, that kid's fine. The kid knows how to work. Fuck, kids know how to work phones better than we do nowadays. I think yeah, it can. So, I think it can run a fucking AC unit, a heater <laughs> unit. You know. So it certainly would be different. And the person stressed, like the per, the the kid was not in distress. Like certainly, if I see, uh, if I'm at the grocery store or wherever, and I see like, uh, it's middle of summer it's 90 degrees outside and there's a car there and it's not running and all the windows are rolled up and this kid's like banging on the windows crying then yeah i'm not gonna post on fucking reddit what should i do i'm calling the police and i'm taking a stand and and like making an action but this kid was just like calmly sitting in the back not distressed not doing whatever and you feel the need to have to fucking poke your your mind into it like just Oh my God, again, who the fuck do you think you are? Get over yourself. Like, 
that mom was probably like in there working out was it the right thing to do like no. could the kid be have been left with like the the partner or with a babysitter or whatever yeah that's probably the smarter play but in a pinch like you got try to get your workout in like things are, are tough the kid's perfectly fine in the car like rather than bring the kid in and have it running around like a fucking yard ape picking up like dumbbells and whipping them at people you know like would you rather that like i think that person that made the comment about oh the kids in the car would have been more pissed off if they couldn't like run on the treadmill because there was a kid like running on the treadmill like yeah. you know like as they're trying to work out like pick your battles and just get over yourself people like, yeah you're right it literally says and i noticed the child in the backseat of the car was parked there they aren't in distress probably just watching something on a device so mind your own fucking business and it's weird that it, that you had to clarify and this is the second clarification that they had to put on here it's edit one and edit two Edit two is the car is running. No, that's pertinent fucking information. The child is fine, so you shut the fuck up. You yeah, shut the like, fuck oh, up. It's, it's cold because that would have been like, okay, if the, the car is cold, it's like below freezing and the car's not running, so there's no heat for the child. Yeah. Then that's a, that's a kid that, that actually is in distress whether they're acting like it or not. The car is running, and it's not even below freezing, so again, just... Get over yourself. Mind like, your own fucking business. And they also preface it by saying, it's not like it's an infant. If it was an infant child that cannot like take care of itself, then yeah. yes, you intervene. This is what, like a nine-year-old kid, they said? Yeah, no more yeah, than like, nine. Fuck off, man. Just fuck yeah. off. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> We're getting some... through it, man. We're getting through it. You want some bad news, Eric? Uh, what's that? Uh-oh. I uh, I just realized I haven't been recording this whole time. Are you serious? You're that, no, serious. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I uh, I I had a I had a moment of panic. I looked down. I was like, oh, no, that'd be probably funny if I if I told him that. But no, we I, still <laughs> we, we still had a fun conversation. Yeah, like I yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset. Ah, well, I guess I, I guess no no podcast for Eric then. All right, whatever. Mark, guess what? You're filling in. <laughs> All right, so Vivid... that, that would be some shit though. Like if yeah. they'd be like, "Hey, when's that episode coming out? We got the one for Rev and Mark. When's that episode coming out with Eric?" It's not. Like, mm, it's, not. it's not there. Uh, th that is that is a fear that I have so much. Is that like when I hit record, like I have to stare at it for a second. Like I don't know if you notice that, but like every once in a while, I'm checking to make sure that it says, you know, it says stop recording with a pause button next to it because I'm like. Did I fuck? Like I, I keep checking because like I'm, I can completely be, I complete. So it's funny because I can be playing my PlayStation Four right when I hook it up to this stuff, and mm -hmm. I can, I can hook it up, you know, with my monitor to record through OBS, and I will touch absolutely nothing other than click record, move the mouse away, and I'll be playing for two or three hours, and I, I have to constantly check, and I'm like I haven't <laughs> even touched my PC, so like, yeah. it's, it, it's a uh, what you may call it, it's, it's a tick I have. Well, that happened with uh, Gaio because there was no kind of anything uh, going on on the screen and so mm -hmm. i had like no comprehension like we were going for like five ten maybe even like 15 minutes mm -hmm. and just like having a conversation and I, I was kind of like are we actually recording it's like yeah we've been recording the whole time and i'm like yeah. oh well i i didn't know and so whatever <laughs> well he's out of nevada and uh you it, it's in i think nevada you don't even have to tell people you're recording really is, yeah because i know mm -hmm. wisconsin and minnesota is a one-party state um, I know Missouri is a one party state as well, too. Don't ask me why I know those, but I think in Nevada, you don't have to tell anybody that you're recording at all. Um, huh? yeah, 
uh, student loans and uh, and an ex girlfriend of mine. I helped her out with something. So, yeah, <laughs> enough said. F fun, fun, fun things that I learned working for the Department of Education. <laughs> but Vivid Ardvark here has a question for us. Okay. He says, "I messed up, but how do I win her back? Mm. I messed up, but how do I win her back? I'll keep it short." And he did not keep it short. <laughs> I, a seventeen-year-old male. I'm a 17-year-old male, and I really like this girl I work with. After months of messing around at parties, she finally went on a date with me on Valentine's Day. That was a wrong move there. It was great, and we had a great time. Things were going really well. Unfortunately, later that night, after our date, I had gone to a party with some friends and got so drunk and ended up kissing the other, this other girl. She was already previously a bit off with me as she knew I had been messing with other girls as well as well after this date. She found out uh, she found out about this girl I kissed. She told me she was really hurt about it. By the way, we were never officially dating or together, and she stated she wasn't ready to rush into something deadly serious yet. That was our only date. She is very confusing. She's a very confusing girl, so I never know how she really felt about me or ever did, and then I think he kind of goes into it some more here, but it was a drunken mistake and a complete lapse in judgment. I feel so awful about it because she's the only girl I want. After talking about it, uh, she told me that I made her feel awful and that I don't fucking care about the rest. <laughs> okay. First of all, you're 17. You shouldn't be drinking at parties, certainly enough to the point where you're getting drunk. And I don't know what that consists of. If like if you're 17 and you get drunk off one beer, whatever. Well, but in Germany, you, you can be 16 and drink. Yeah, but that's not that's different. We're we're in America. We're still like okay. abide by these laws and say okay. like, okay, even though you can vote at 18 and go off to war and die for your country at 18, there's still the rules uh, that you can't smoke in most places until you're 21 and you can't drink nationwide until you're 21. So at 17 years old, you shouldn't certainly be drinking and then driving because I'm assuming that you drove home afterwards. Most so likely. big, no, no bueno there. Oh, wag uh, that finger, son. Secondly, <laughs> um, you're 17. Um, yeah, your hormones are all out of control. You're probably going to want to have Spread relations with, exactly with anyone and everyone that you can so you shouldn't be trying to lock it down this early third like you're like emotionally just completely an idiot at, at that age anyway like don't worry about it it's not like she was going to be you know your forever person at any point more than likely 99 percent sure that that wasn't gonna you know last for ever mm -hmm. so You've got a lot of life to live and don't be like once you guys kind of graduate high school or whatever, you're probably going to be going your separate ways. And the next time you would see her ostensibly would be like at a five, 10 or 20 year reunion anyway. But so, yeah, if you miss your shot here, maybe you'll have an end of the shot then. Like, yeah, don't worry about it. I, I mean. I, I'm I'm taking the, so when when somebody says that they're a 17 year old and they're getting so drunk, my thought that my thought process is that they may be in another part of the world, um, but they're celebrating Valentine's Day, so I'm thinking like European Union, the the EU, right? I'm kind of taking that stance that they're somewhere there. Uh, okay. First off, um, she's a very confusing girl, and she says that she doesn't want to rush into something deadly serious yet. She knows you've been playing with other girls. She knows you're texting with other women. You're trying to lock her down, and she says she's not ready. 
It's like the same thing I had with that girl in January. She said she wasn't ready. I said, all right, toots, see you later. You know, and I was just like, look, I told you what I was coming. I come into it where I'm looking to lock you down. You know that's what I'm looking for. Do you tell me you're not ready? Why the fuck does it matter if you're making out with other women if she's not ready for a relationship? She wants to – She, to me, she's playing a stupid, dumb game that stupid, dumb teenagers play that even some people who are 25-plus play that are both male and female or whatever else you want to call yourself. And I think it's fucking stupid. It's absolutely fucking stupid that this happens. You should just tell her that she's ridiculous and just <laughs> well, continue to I make mean... out with girls drunkenly. Her her feelings are her feelings, and whether she wanted like any kind of like committed relationship or not, like she's still entitled to feel like hurt by this because if she did have any kind of feelings for the guy, like I don't, I see it less about her playing a game. Like she is being at least forth, like her playing a game in my mind would be like, oh, like kind of being coy, like I don't know if I want to have a serious relationship, like and then like oh I really do, and I think we should be exclusive, and then like yeah. the next day like. Oh, no, I don't know if I'm ready yet. That's playing a game. Like, her being honest about how she feels and, like, being, like, forthwith with you about, like, her standpoint on, like, the relationship or lack thereof is her being honest. I don't think that's that's games. I think he's the one playing games by saying, I'm really into this girl, but then I'm going to go make out with somebody else. Like, well, again, I understand from, like, the drunkenness aspect and also yeah. and also, like, the hormone aspect of it, but... Don't say that, oh, I'm so madly in love with this girl. And then immediately that like after you drop her off from the date that you just went on, go make out with someone else. You're a fucking idiot. Well, I, like, I mean, like it, you know, because he, he does talk about it here. And, and this is where I was kind of like figuring out this was a little bit of a game here. She's like, uh, she's a very confusing girl. So I know I never knew how she really felt about me. Or did we ever talk about being exclusive? This doesn't make it make what I did right, just adding context. After she found out, she told me that she did like me and what I did hurt her a lot. And this is where this is where I, I call it stupid is because she finally decides to go on a date with you, tells you that you, she doesn't want to be exclusive. She doesn't want to jump into anything right now. And she knows that you're playing the field. She knows that you're trying to lock somebody down for a long-term relationship. And if you're not ready, you you have every right to feel the way you feel, but you don't get a cause this drama that this guy is having or she's like i i felt really bad that you made out with tiffany and you don't just tell a guy you're like hey i really liked you and it sucks that you made out with tiffany i wish it was me then why didn't you why like make yourself available for but those he situations was, he was the one that caused the drama though like i like he was the it's, one that went on a date with this girl and then made out with someone else like if he hadn't not, they're not trying to be exclusive. She's not trying to be anything exclusive. With I, no, I, I understand that. But I also like I keep getting hung up on him saying like, oh, I'm really like madly in love with this girl and she's the only one for me. Clearly not because you made out with someone else like the the drunken excuse and the mm -hmm. hormones only get you so far. If you really, truly yeah. wanted this other girl to be the only one, whether she was playing games with you or not, then you would be focusing on trying to lock down a relationship with her instead of making out with someone else. Like all the drama was caused by him and no one else. Like he has no one to blame but himself. Like, sh like, should she have said like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm hurt that. You made out with Tiffany because I, I was thinking about wanting to be exclusive with you after making it clear that she didn't want to be exclusive. Yeah, okay, to your point, there's a little bit kind of like like a, a game or like a, you. like a head game, like messing with his head. Mm -hmm. But the drama is caused by him fucking self, being a fucking idiot. It's all his fault. 
But I, I mean, okay, so maybe because you've been married for so long, you don't know how to play the game. I had to throw that jab at you. But like, if a girl's like, I don't want to be exclusive, like you go on a date with her and she's like, I really don't want to be exclusive. I don't want to jump into anything. Do you really consider it a date then? And do you really consider like trying to like pine after her? Like she's like, hey, I'm just not ready. Like, do you just stop everything you're doing and just be like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to pine and wait for you till you're ready. Or if you're this guy that's been doing things and playing the field and trying to get with other women because she is like, I'm not available. I, I, I see what you're saying. The drunkenness, dude, you're 17. Fuck, stop drinking. Wait till you're 21 or 22. And that's for everybody. But like, I don't see why this is his wrong here because she made it clear her stance He's like, all right, I'm going to go do what I normally do. I'm not going to wait for you, which was your thing is you shouldn't be waiting because you're 17. I, d- I feel like it's well, both their problems. And I'll sorry, I, I, I'll let you go then. My apologies. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> no, um, I just, again, just really hung up with the, and, and again, he's not so eloquent with his words because no. he's a 17 year old kid. He's <laughs> so... I keep getting hung up by the thing about him. You know, like, oh, I'm I'm pining for this girl, and she's the only one for me. Like, uh, had it been that they had gone on maybe multiple dates or or something, and she just kept reiterating, like, like every time he tries to lean in for a kiss, she's like, oh no, I mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm not ready for that. I don't want to be exclusive. I'm not ready for that kind of committed relationship or whatever. And then he like say that they had gone like two three dates over the course of like a week let's just let's just use yeah. a week as, a, as an example and it was like every time it was like that he's trying to make a move and she's like no no no, no. i don't want to be exclusive and then after a week he goes to a party and he gets drunk and he makes out with someone else then he has this entire like a week's worth of events to say you told me on multiple occasions that you didn't want any kind of exclusivity this was the same fucking night that he just went on a date with her. Mm-hmm. He prefaced, he said that it was a date. So he mm-hmm. obviously looked at it as a date. She, in hindsight, obviously looked at it as a date. It's the same night. <laughs> so he is definitely the one that's in the wrong in this instance. Because there wasn't multiple instances of her, like, kind of, like, retreating and saying she didn't want to be exclusive. It was over the course of the one date that they went on. And so- then he makes out with someone else immediately. I have to ask this because you're a big feminist and I've, I'm, 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 I'm loving this moment right now. When a woman tells you no, the women want us to take that no and immediately run with it. It is a no. It is a hard and fast no. It is, it is not in the realm of things. Should and, and it, to your point, he shouldn't have to do those three or four dates or those three or four get togethers to see that no. It And I'm... With, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm loathing in this right now. I think it's the right way to say it. But like, if a woman tells me, no, this is not something I'm into. I am not ready for something. I'm not doing it. My immediate thought process is this is no longer a date. This is a great dinner with a really cool chick. And I get to do whatever the fuck I want afterwards. Cause if a woman tells me no on something, you better goddamn believe it. I'm, I'm like, all right, it's no. Yep. It's a no. Cool. Moving on to the next part. So no, fair enough, and, and mm-hmm. that's a like I, I think that's a fair assessment for you to make. But he didn't make that distinction because he's still sent, he's making out with this other chick, still mm-hmm. pining for this first girl and saying she's the only one for me. Clearly, fucking not, dude. 
Like if, if he yeah. would have taken that no and saying, okay, then we're just friends. We're going to have, we're having this platonic dinner. It's not a date. It's not a romantic thing. I can, I can, I'm hoping for no conquest with you. So I'm moving on to the next thing. Perfectly fine. But then mm -hmm. him saying, I'm madly in love with this girl and I really messed up and I want her back and blah, blah, blah. Then you shouldn't have made out with someone else. I, again, the, the drunkenness <laughs> and the hormones only get you so far. Don't say that you're madly in love with this person and then immediately go to try to fuck someone else. But I mean, you're a you, fucking idiot. But you can't it, it you can't do it. It's a dumb move. I will I will give you yes, it is a very, very stupid move. But like I could still be like I could still be in love with my ex and then, you know, have been sleeping with that other girl at the same time because you broke up with me. And I was like, well, I mean, I still love her and I'd still like to get back with her, but there's also this other girl here who's like willing to give me some things and I get it, you know, live my, I get a, I get to be, I get to feel it and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, so he can, he can, he can be valid in the both things, but I think the moment that she's like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And then he moved on immediately. Um, I think he was totally justified. Was he wrong at, with what he was saying afterwards where he's like, yeah, I want to get to better and do all this other stuff. Yeah. And I wonder if he would have done the same thing if he wasn't drunk though. You know what I mean? Right. Well, okay. So the, again, I'm giving him a little bit of a pass because mm -hmm. of the drunkenness and, and whatever. And also just because he's, he's young and doesn't know any better and doesn't have the experience and like the hormones when you're 17, you're just raging. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, certainly he made the post saying that he fucked up. So he clearly thinks that he was in the wrong and that he fucked up. Um, I, if, Certainly, if he was to do that, like stone sober, make like consciously make out with someone, because you you know the circumstances that you're getting into and the yeah. situation in which you're in. And if you're sober and you're like willingly making out with someone else, then it's a vastly different scenario. Like I'm already calling him an idiot, but if he was yeah. just like to do that sober, then it's just like then you've got like no leg to stand on. Whether she said no or whether he he felt that she was like giving him the runaround or playing a game or what like that mm, no. I, I like how we're we're both like yeah he's he's stupid but we have <laughs> reasons. I like that. So Eric, my my question to you is: Are we exclusive, sir? Am I allowed? Are you to, in am I am I allowed to interview other guests on the show? <laughs> of course <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the episode are we exclusive <laughs> are we exclusive awesome oh my god so eric i know that uh the the d episode has been giving you some problems uh yeah. are you getting the d enough Bob? <laughs> are, are you i okay? hope i fully hope i really i, I liked that i appreciated that joke but that's welcome. why i said it thanks i hate it because this is like it it did make me laugh out loud but also this is like <laughs> Didn't want to admit that I did. <laughs> I hope by the time that this is posted that we will be past the D episode because, yeah, it is like the big thorn in my side that we just can't seem to get past. What was so. the what's the topic? It's movies, right? No, it's music. No, it's music. Music. Yeah. Uh, what is the what are you looking for with the D uh, with the letter D in this? Are you looking for like a music genre that starts with a D? Or are you looking for just anything that just kind of is like D in and of itself? No, just he has a, a D group and I have a D group. And okay. so mine is uh, Dashboard Confessional. And his is, uh, I think, Dion and the Marvels. I think. Okay. It's like a, a 50s, 60s doo-wop kind of thing. Like, oh, okay. you'll, you'll definitely 
know the songs that he's picked okay uh you like you'll have heard them in movies and stuff and okay like through like pop culture or whatever but probably just didn't know like oh that's who did that song okay yeah that that probably wouldn't surprise me so hopefully this will be out by the 12th then okay uh so give us a pimp yourself out here because th this is coming to coming to the end i had to slip one more in for you but yeah wh where, where can we find you what, what can <laughs> we what, what can we see you on and all that other fun stuff so um the d episode that we're talking about hopefully will be posted in file under entertainment podcast with dylan and eric we've got an entire season's worth of movie related content anyone that listens to jared's show frequently will have heard me give this spiel probably uh i don't know half a dozen times now i don't know how long we've been doing this uh, it while. doesn't matter they it's... get to listen to your sweet voice uh, <laughs> oh, thank uh you. satisfy their their eardrums with good sounds <laughs> That's that came a, out very nice I, I had a better idea but it didn't work so <laughs> i take the compliment and i'll run with it i like it um i don't think it you know how like the voice sounds in your mind and it's obviously different than what you hear like mm -hmm. i i think in my mind that I have like a pretty decent voice and then I hear it on recordings and I'm like, I sound a lot more like feminine. And I think that I, <laughs> I do. And Dylan, I like, I let that slip to Dylan one time and he just like, he, he barrages me with it. Like he, nice. he gives me no end of grief. Like nice. always gives me shit for that. Uh, but yeah, I'm also on the evil Mark show. Uh, and for fans of Jared, you will be able to hear him. Well, yeah. This yep. will be posted after our Mock My World segment, yep. and we're going to be discussing the greatest uh, performance, single performances in sport, right? So, the greatest single performance, not just in sports, but the greatest single performance. Very yeah. true. Yeah, there we go. Yes. So that it will be on the Mock My World segment. So that's going to be episode 24. Um, so the Evil Mark show, check that out. And there's also some previous uh, guest spots with Jared on there that you can just look uh, through the, the show notes and whatnot. And... Hopefully I will be two for three on uh, the, the winning of the mock my world. I came on the first episode. I somehow won it. I didn't even know we were playing for keepsies. I lost to the very talented Rev, who was the previous mm -hmm. episode on here. And uh, I'm going up against the associate producer. Is that who he is? Yeah, and, uh, that's okay. that's the joke that we're always running with. Right. I, I didn't know it was a joke initially, but uh, apparently he gets... Yeah, I thought he was um, the associate producer. That's why I threw that joke there. I was like, come, put it on in there, big guy. So... Mark gives him grief all the time about being associate producer. And so the first time that I said it, like I said it like straight faced and yeah. Mark just like died laughing. And um, so then I realized that, it, okay, it's a joke and it kind of gets under Gump's skin. And so I was like, as long as he's not getting super offended because I don't know him, you know, yeah. like I know Mark or like I know yourself. And so I didn't want to just be like, if he really gets offended by it, I didn't want to just like keep harping on it but uh no he rolls with it pretty well so he he will be there so i guess i kind of want to be an asshole here what does he do i know that's like a really bad thing to ask when you're like what do you even do you know like what does gump do they're well they're in real life friends okay. uh they're both they're both in arizona so they oh, hang okay. out like at the moose lodge and stuff and i guess they they've known each other for uh, a number of years and so i think he was more heavily involved i think he might have actually been an associate producer for Mark's previous show. Like he did like a political show, like back in like 2016, like oh, in the runoffs okay. for the, for like the, the election, whatever. Um, and uh, I think he did actually have that role in that capacity then. And now it's just like they're friends and he likes sports. And so he, 
uh, is kind of involved in that capacity, but yeah, we just give him grief that he's associate producer. Speaking of Diablo, I got three text messages from Gaio asking me if he wants <laughs> to play Diablo. Yeah, he literally, he it's, it's funny because uh, looking at it, oh, where'd it go? Yeah, he's like, because uh, yeah, I told him about how my, I had the 18 sales today when I usually get like nine or 10. He's like, awesome, congrats. Diablo question mark, Diablo question mark. And I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> Eric won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, no, I don't. Hey, Gaio, I'm actually recording the newest podcast with Eric here, and uh, he won't shut up. So that's why I'm a little late. <laughs> Send. There we go. Cool. And that's live on the air. Uh, maybe kind of. No, that's not live. Whatever. <laughs> it's a so, nice little Easter egg. If you're yeah. Gaio. If, if you're like, Gaio. Oh, he's nice. Yeah, nice little Easter egg. When he's egg. listening, they're like, oh, this is yeah. nice from three weeks ago. Yeah, nice that from happened. three weeks ago. So <laughs> the Evil Mark show, I will actually be on the third is when it comes out. Right. It comes out the next day. Yes. Yep. So I'll be on it on that's, March. Again, I don't. The time has just been so fucking weird. Um, yeah. Because I, I, it's the second. And then actually, Mark is going to be on my show tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah, it will be uh, It'll be released on the 3rd of okay. March. Yeah. So and go then, back in time. Yeah, go, go back in time. And then... Like that? Yeah, I like that. I don't know what song you're referencing to, but it was nice. From, <laughs> from uh, Back to the Future. I very rarely remember those movies. Okay. I thought you were going to say that you haven't seen them. I was going to be like... Oh my God, they're on like every five minutes on like TNT. You have to watch. The first one's great. I don't have Second TV. one's good. Third one, you don't have TV. No. What? I don't have cable television at all. I've, I yeah. haven't had cable television since 2003. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I like Netflix pirate. I used to be a pirate and then I got, I got caught downloading what? something. I, you told the story oh, about, yeah, I did. Like, about sending the check. Yeah, I sent <laughs> so. the check. I sent the check, and that was uh, – I've, I've been very, very wary to be a pirate ever since then. But, yeah, no, dude, like I haven't had cable television since, like, 2003. So anything I watch comes oh. literally through the internets. And like, it, I mean, it, I have – Are I they have, not on Netflix? Well, I mean, like, they probably are, but, like, I have the Roku, I have the Roku and then I have the Fire Stick when I – because the Fire Stick came with the smaller TV that I had. Okay. And, like, I load up, like, you know, Unsolved Mysteries, but it's like, watch IMDb's Unsolved Mystery Marathon, the same 50 episodes. And, like, I just watch mm. that. Like, I don't yeah. – it's background – a lot of it's background for me or the birds, so. Sure. But – Man, that's got to be on one of those things. It think? probably is, but I just don't <laughs> care enough. I like it's whatever. That's fair. No, it's uh, fair. There's just yeah, there just too many things, too many options, and too many uh, entertainment deals to uh, take up our viewership and and time. There's not enough hours in the day. No, so. there is not. I. Dude, I suffered for it last night because uh, Rev was Rev was chit chatting with me a little bit, and like I, it was about that hour, and I was like, let's try to keep it to an hour. Let's try to keep okay. Let's keep it to an hour and a half, and then I, I think I ended it at about <laughs> an hour twenty, hour forty five, or something like that. And then he had a couple of questions afterward. And I was like, oh, I'll answer a bunch of questions. And then I was like, ah, oh, I'm gonna try to finish the behind the bastards on uh, Alex the uh, Nikolai the second, the Tsar, the Tsar Nicholas the second, or whatever. And next thing I know, it was like two in the morning. I was like, I got to be up at fucking 8.30 a.m. today. And I just, Ooh. I've I've been lacking sleep. And then the sinuses have been met. Like, I'm like, good. I'm 
So when you're like, yeah, work's been hell, I'm like, I'm right there with you, chief. It's just... <laughs> We we had like polar opposite days though. Like so, yeah. you were up until two two a.m. I think I was waking up to let the dogs out for the second time at two a.m. Dude, oh I was in I was in bed at seven p.m. last night, dude. What the fuck? Like, yeah, like I was just we're like got done eating dinner and we were just like sitting on the couch watching TV and I was just like nodding off and she's like, "It must have been a rough day, huh, babe?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's been like a rough week. It's been a rough month. It's been a rough fucking year. Like I was just." beat and she's like you want to just go to bed like it's only seven o'clock like, <laughs> but i was like yeah let's let's do it and i was kind of concerned like am i going to be able to like sleep through the night or so like the first time the dogs woke me up was like probably 10 30 which is when like when i would normally start thinking about maybe possibly going Ooh. to bed in the near future okay. and yeah i'd already i had already been asleep for like three and a half hours by that nice. time. so i was like yeah and i, I slept uh until the alarm went off and you like even after all that sleep when the alarm went off this morning i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> like i did not want to get up so usually but, when i whenever i go to bed before 10 o'clock like i wake up at like five or six in the morning and i am up because like my body's like nope we hit the maximum lot of sleep hours and i'm just awake and there i am at like six o'clock in the morning i'm like i have nothing to do like i yeah i can watch youtube videos like i try not to disturb the birds you know, because like they wake up with the sun, but oh, in the mm. summertime at like six o'clock in the morning, they're already fucking awake. So I'm I'm getting kind of excited for spring. <laughs> uh, getting excited yeah. for spring. Well, Eric, it has been an absolute pleasure as always. Hang out after the podcast so we can talk yes, about sir. a few things because I have a question I want to ask you. Yeah. But, so check out Eric on Mock My World as well as uh, File Entertainment. Remember, as always, Susias are my favorite. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything. I have been Jared, this has been Eric, and this was episode 112, possibly, maybe. We'll see you <laughs> on the next episode, everybody. 